And welcome to episode 62 of The Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drummer Bum. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gents today? I'm doing okay. I haven't slept, but that's fine. I'm hoping to get some kind of manic energy going uh, in the next <laughs> five minutes, or I'm going to crash. I don't know which. Oh, I live off that. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Snipe? <laughs> what? I'm fine. I'm, I'm about... See, like, you know that thing where if you stay up and don't sleep, you're bad. But if you have, like, two hours sleep, you're fucking way worse. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's kind of me. But that's okay, because I get to hang out with, with you guys, which is always super fun. Yeah. Even we're... if I'm feeling sleepy. And even if we're bored of each other after the last week. I'm really not. I'm really not. I mean, yes, I'm, I'm not bored of you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm not bored of you guys. <laughs> we have seen quite a bit of each other over the last week, it is true. Mm-hmm. Um, because the drama's back. If if you did not know, fuck off, ambulance. <laughs> if you didn't know anyone, fuck off. <laughs> you, don't, you don't deserve to listen. <laughs> we don't want you here, ambulance. We don't like the ambulance seg- segment of our audience, apparently. <laughs> Because, if you did not know, uh, our band had our yearly gig thing that yeah. we do. Yeah, which is um, apparently a thing that we do now. Apparently. I, lo- I like doing that thing. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, we we played at our our friend band's our um, 10th anniversary. Um, and so we all got together again and... Uh, got really tired of standing up a lot, so we went and sat down and felt old for a good while. Well, yeah, that did happen, but <laughs> but we had but shockingly, um, we managed to play all of those songs what we wrote, and we only forgot about ten percent of them, which is mm-hmm. I think pretty good odds. And honestly. We only had like eighty-seven percent of the time spent on stage de- dealing with technical difficulties. It, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was a few, but it wasn't that bad. I'd say it was the worst. For technical difficulties we have ever had I, in the history of mm. like eleven years, and I'm including any gig with Dicko, <laughs> where he's like, "Oh yeah, so what I've done, I'm neck bending, and I accidentally like shoved the guitar like headstock in my bum." I don't know. That if... happened actually on stage once. I don't think that happened on stage once. That I think happened. that might have been a dream that you had, or it's another one of your lies. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, it's... I think it's just something that happened at Dicko's house that he told us about. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely has happened at some point. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm without just saying, a doubt, I'm just saying on stage, but or yeah, at least on, on stage, stage with us. I mean, maybe he has a private affair that he puts on for a select few, and that he does that in some kind of you know gentleman's club or something. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but maybe I am not going to judge Dicko. No, I'm not going to judge him or his clientele. Just you know, this is what he does. Mm. Um, apparently now. Yeah. What's What's weird is that the headstock got stuck on the way out. He actually put it headstock last. Ah. In his bum. Well, all sealed up. Yeah. A couple of viewers came down and, and had a hangout with us, Unity and Pyro. That was, that was super fun. Hi. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Yes, hello. <laughs> and thank you for my awesome model of me. I can't wait to, <laughs> I can't wait to paint that. That was so cool. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun to play again. Honestly, I I don't realize how much I miss playing on stage until yeah. we do yeah. it again. Um, so uh, hurry up and come back to the country permanently, Matthew. Please. <laughs> <laughs> not not least because you know you're nice. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> you are such a sunson. <laughs> um, but speak. Why must everything be loud on the road today? Fuck off! <laughs> you were saying, dear, before you told the uh, cars to fuck off? <laughs> like a normal human uh, being? It's probably because I'm tired, I'm hypersensitive to the sound mm. now. Yeah. Also, Drama Matt, this might be a very personal question, but did you present those kitty ears that Shana's got you to Ruth? Um, Possibly. <laughs> Has she taken them off yet? Is she allowed they're, to remove them? They're, they're in the pile of shame at the moment. <laughs> Have you done this before? Is there like a pile of like I don't know, like pony, like actual like pony play items and and like I don't know, like those weird donuts that you sit on for long car journeys. <laughs> it's not my pile of shame. I'm not judging you. It's an inquiry, not a judgment. Yeah, god dang. Everyone's so sensitive. Seriously though, how, what, what was her reaction when, uh, when she was given them? I think mostly passive indifference. <laughs> to be honest, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> on to the pile. <laughs> this is why I don't have anything to do with that internet thing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, that's fair. Oh bless her. Um, but yeah, as I say, you you were over um, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw each other a fair bit, and we played a bunch of games of 40k, which is very unlike us, mm-hmm. actually <laughs> playing the game that we talk about all yeah, the time. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? So that's, that was that was a lot of fun. I had, uh, had a chance to play some interesting games. My yeah. favourite. Because, uh, drama, Matt, you play Tau. Yes. Nobody's perfect. Um, I, 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 I've, I've mentioned the pile of shame. <laughs> is that where all the tower <laughs> underneath the kitty is? I like them, but people, other people seemingly less so. I, I'm just busting your balls. Don't worry. And I've you know playing the best army ever, Space Wolves. Yeah. Uh, we thought we'd have a a bit of an asymmetrical game in the way that I took my Imperial Knight. <laughs> I took my army, basically. His army, basically. <laughs> And that was really fun. I mean, I, I, I was the night player, so I'm probably liable to say that. But... It must be nice only having to remember one stat line. It was so nice. Although it is really cool, because I, I, like, I didn't really know much about like running knights before. But it's like, because I have 24 wounds on mine, which is... Yeah, it's like standard for the, uh, oh, what are they called? The Questorus or something like that? Is what that frame of night is called? I believe you. Because the little ones that like the, the Helverin ones, the little ones. Yeah, the bigger ones. Although they've got a proper name that I always forget. That's the name for the shooty ones. And there's the bigger ones. The, yeah. little, the frames have like a particular name and then there's the, very, the different versions of them. It's yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, and it's actually interesting because once you get down to like 12 wounds... You lose a couple of points off your ballistic skill and your weapon sp- skill, and you lose some inches off your speed. Because, like, standard knight speed is, like, I think it's, like, plus three for, like, weapon skill, ballistic skill, and it's, like, 12-inch speed. 
and you just keep you keep there's like a drop off and i think when you get down to like six mm. points it's like really bad yeah a lot which of i ve- think is kind of cool yeah a, a lot of vehicles do have that in eighth edition i mm. think it's just you don't have any of the vehicles that I li- do that i'm, so I'm a dreadnought girl i don't give a damn yeah. so. i mean some the contempted dreadnoughts i think have that mm. um, but just the what you've got a load of standard dreadnoughts yeah well i say standard i mean the old-fashioned ones mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it we were we, me and you were saying before the fight we're saying actually that's that's good that it does that though because otherwise like halfway if the fight's relatively even halfway through the fight half of my army would have been gone but you would have still had everything because unless you kill it it's all there so the fact that it actually gets a bit less powerful does balance out the fact that you're slowly or less slowly killing off my dudes yeah yeah exactly i mean but no i i did think that was a lot of fun because it was so just daft because we matched points yeah, yeah well, I, I, I just want to say I had a bit of a... It wasn't quite a dig at PowerPoints at all, but I didn't sound too complimentary on them just when <laughs> I was flicking through the rule book. but actually playing it, okay, they're quite good. <laughs> I mean, they, makes, they have yeah. massive issues. There is issues with them if you want it oh, to be yeah. exactly balanced. Like, for example, we'll mention later, but we found out that my Pathfinders, which are the, like, scouty-type Tau dudes, um, you can give them quite a powerful gun, which, in real points... Three guns costs more than ten Pathfinders, so ten dudes. But in PowerPoint, it doesn't cost anything extra to give them. them. So, and thus, so. they are broken and need to be killed immediately. <laughs> so there's a few things like that. But actually, I quite, I actually quite like PowerPoints. And we had, a, we had, a, we had three or four fights while I was back, and we were just like, oh, let's just, let's do this, do this fight. Oh, let's do it quickly. Oh, we'll just use PowerPoints. And it was, yeah, okay, it was quite good. Yeah, yeah, because it takes barely any time to sort out. So yeah, it does, so, it does, it does definitely. So yeah, I take back my ever so slight dig last time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually quite impressed because it was all the fights we had were relatively fair-ish. Like they weren't completely one-sided. I mean, even the uh, the knight versus like your Tao. Like by the end of it, I mean, I spoiler alert, I just about managed to win after like. You say just about managed to win. You had like a third of your, well, more than a third of to your wounds fair, left. To be fair, well, you, you had eight wounds left out of twenty-four. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I was just about to get drop into the yeah. the lowest rung, which is like, you know. Yeah, I think a it, little it, bit. Worrying. It would have gone differently, but I think your first turn of the game, you shot and took out my broadside. <laughs> yeah, um, I used my oh, what was it? It's like a, it's like a Gatling cannon. Yeah, the I have. Avenger Gatling cannon. I think yeah, it's and that is like you get twelve shots. Yeah. And it's like strength eight, I think. And it's just, I rolled really well and took out a broadside immediately first turn. Yeah. And I'm very glad I did. Because if that had one hit on you, that could have done, it would have done D6 wounds, which would have made it really close by the end, even if I just got one shot off. Yeah. So I kind of tipped the scales immediately by just lucking out and destroying the one biggest problem for (laughs) me. But that was still a fun game. <laughs> I was also glad that I managed to have a couple of games with my new Space Marine army, which is the first time I've played with the Space Marine army in a long ass time. No one's perfect. Like a Space Marine <laughs> army with normal Marines in it, because the the only Space Marine army I've played with since like nineteen ninety nine has been a Deathwing army, and then everything else has been like orcs or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I've not played with just a marine army with marines in it, and so that's that's yeah. been. You, you say you had normal marines. You had a less than normal dreadnought. Well, yeah, I was using my rogue trader dreadnought. <laughs> of course, you were using a rogue trader dreadnought. <laughs> well, if you've got one, you've got to use it. Says the man who literally threw himself onto buses to get one. <laughs> I, d- 
I didn't really. I just looked out. I just I just keep an eye on eBay all the time. All the time. All forever. the time forever. You're doing it now. And eventually, I managed <laughs> to come across a Rogue Trader era dreadnought that was selling for under a tenner. Um, and so snap that up because normally they go for like minimum of twenty five quid or something. All right, you absolute hipster. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That actually reminds me. I was uh, I was actually thinking, um, and this is this is me sort of floating the idea out okay. out there to see you know to see if anyone bites. Um, I was thinking of maybe putting together a video of doing like comparisons of the the scales of marines like over the years because at this point they've I, gotten very tall. Well, we've got a fair selection from. All the way from Rogue Trader up to Eighth, and the difference between the two of them, the, between ones from the start and now, are, is quite startling. But if you put them in a lineup of all the things that came in between them, it's like this nice smooth gradient <laughs> with just a, a tiny bump, with just a bit of a bump where Primaris come in. You could make a graph. Yeah, I'd, and I'd be intrigued if anyone would be interested in seeing a video like that because uh, there's a few things I'd want to get painted up first before doing that, but. Um, mm. Which yeah. me saying I need to paint something is basically saying don't expect the video in the next year. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it, if it wasn't a very long video with just them, you could do orcs and grots and things which you've got as well, which are similar things happen to. Mm. I, I do. I did actually pick up some uh, Rogue Trader plastic um, orcs a little bit ago. So that's a thing. We picked up some Space Crusade orcs. I do have some Space Crusade orcs. Yeah. <laughs> The grots. They're, they're not quite grots because they're fucking. They're taller than orcs. <laughs> taller than. They're taller than most space marines. <laughs> um, they're sort of like jumping in the air, so it does make them look taller no, than no, they no. are. No, no, no. They long boys. They, they are pretty big. The space crusade grots. They are legitimately bigger than orcs of that era. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a bit weird. So weird. <laughs> yeah. Long grots. Yeah. Long but yeah, who knows? I might, I might do a video like that. I thought that, but I thought that might be yeah. That might be an interesting idea. I just wanted to see if anyone would be interested in seeing that. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I yeah, guess. I'll watch it. <laughs> you'll watch it because you won't have a choice. Because oh. you'll feel obligated because I'll be like, hey, wife, I made this thing. And you'll go, well, I have to watch it. Otherwise, he'll feel bad about it. And No, I'll watch it because I love and support you and want to see what you're doing. And I'm really proud. Mm. Not sure. Jerk. Not sure about that, honestly. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from this awkwardness and talk about what we've been doing. So I'm, I'll hand over to the Matthew. Matthew, oh, I feel what like have I, you been doing? <laughs> well, first, I feel like I'm in trouble because you called me Matthew. Yeah, um, Matthew, delicious drummer butt. <laughs> I this reminds me how like we became super obsessed with the idea of you like your middle name being delicious. Yeah, well, I mean it is. So I mean it is, but then like you tried to change it on Facebook, and they were like, "Oh no, you can't!" And it's like, "Wow, thanks, fashy book," because <laughs> they're fascists. They yeah. won't let you have delicious as, as a middle name. No, <laughs> and yeah, at the same time, real life lets Chris Evans have Ping and Pong as his child's names. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, we can't have... But Delicious, like, apparently, delicious. is completely outrageous. Delicious is stupid. It's it's completely ridiculous. That's dumb. I can't um, help but yeah, delicious. Well, <laughs> exactly. Drama Matt's so delicious. <laughs> Anywho. can't help it. <laughs> yes, moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so since, since we last recorded, we had visitors for a week, and then I've been home for a week, so I haven't had that much time. But I did squeeze in before, um, before I left a quick new game that I bought the other day. 
which it was on sale, but I bought, bought it entirely with you know the Steam trading card money. So <laughs> yes, bonus. Um, Kingdoms and Castles. Oh yes, it is. For those that don't know, it's sort of like I mean we spoke quite a bit, or Snipe spoke quite a bit about Banished a fair while ago, mm. as it's a sort of. You know, you start off with a small, a few villages and a house or two, and you expand into have like a big village, and then town, and so on. Um, it's kind of a version of that. It's a similar sort of thing, like top-down, I guess, sort of strategy survival, expanding a village type thing. A and city you, builder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like an old school city builder, so not obviously not at all like um, City Skylines or. Ah, so not good. <laughs> Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. No, I can not tell that. you've not had much sleep, you cranky buff. Um, I just, him. I yeah, just. It's so the graphic style is like a lot of type. In, cause I think it's relatively indie, made by a couple of guys. I think. Um, and apologies if not, but it seems that way, and that's sort of a compliment, not an insult. So sorry if it's, it is like a triple A developer, and it just looks like it's made by a few guys. I guess <laughs> I guess that makes it an insult, but it wasn't made no, that no, way. No, it's that's their aesthetic. Um, if that's the but it's case, it's got so. that aesthetic of slightly blocky and slightly you know not like detailed models and things. Just that's the aesthetic they're going for. But it's somehow at a glance, it seems like it's like banished, but more simple. Like there's less stuff to sort of micromanage. But then actually, there, is, there does seem to be some more buildings that seem to interact with things, with each other. And then you also get, like, raiders. You get, like, Viking raiders and dragons, which come. So you also have to build, like, defence towers and walk city walls. and So it's sort of simultaneously less in-depth, but also more in-depth than Banished. So that, that sounds like the, um, the city builder equivalent of, like, a MOBA, where... And, uh, uh, be, bear with me, people at home. <laughs> With that description, yeah, but no, no, it's not. It just it doesn't lean that. It doesn't lean that heavily into the, into the um, defense side of things. But it's just enough to sort of you've got to think about it a bit. Mm. Well, that's what I meant. Like, so how how um, mobas are mechanically, there's actually not a whole lot to them. You have just got a few basic things you can do, but how they interact with various other things may give it a surprising depth that you know completely consumes people mm. yeah and I've, I've only played for like an hour or two so i've not got to so i haven't quite got to like end game stuff so i don't know how in depth it how how deep the rabbit hole goes so to speak <laughs> um but seeing it's the only thing i played i thought i'd mention it early <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably worth mentioning yes but the the amount that i was thinking about it after i stopped playing is suggests that i'm going to get back into it quite easily <laughs> It's always a good sign. It's always yeah. a good sign when you're sitting there going, maybe if I did this, like you're kind of solving problems yeah. that have arised in your head when you're oh, not playing The it. main problem I had, I, I found um, with my strategies, because I thought, because well, when you first start, you start with like a keep. So I put that on a nice little peninsula sticky out bit. I was like, oh, I'll put it here. And then I only have to build one wall to defend and it'll be, it'll be great. And then it turns out that the Vikings can swim. Because I was like, it's a video oh, game. You know, shit. people can't go in water because water is acid and fire at the same time and kills you immediately. <laughs> I hate fire, water, acid. It's the worst. But no, the Vikings just swim around your walls. So they land and then you're like, oh yeah, you've got a wall around here. I'll just go around where there isn't a wall. I was like, oh. <laughs> and you can't, I, don't think, I don't think you can Plus move Plus points for trying a bold <laughs> strategy, but you know. So. Well, 
that's the state of video games is with water is that such that I just I didn't even it wasn't even a strategy that I thought about yeah. it was just completely subconscious oh I'll build it here oh, and then there's only one way in. keep because he he forgot that Vikings can swim <laughs> but that's not a thing <laughs> yeah yeah well, I mean they I also have the boats but they don't land, land the boats, the boats usually, like but... a good few miles down on a beach and then eventually getting to your wall and they're going fuck <laughs> in the ocean lads come on let's go. <laughs> but from my only hour or two of playing it I double thumbs up so far I'm really enjoying it I'm enjoying it as much as I enjoyed Banished I'm just hoping well maybe not quite I think Banished is probably better for most of it but then Banished at some point just hits a complete wall out of nowhere with basically nothing else to do Yeah. so I'm hoping that, that this problem. it might not be quite as good for, the mate, for, the, for quite a while but I'm hoping it sort of goes on a bit more we'll, we'll see Mm. We'll see. Yeah, that sounds cool. But yeah, I recommend if you fancy something like Banished, sort of city buildery type thing, but just want to change from Banished. It was only, I think I got it at 25% off and it was less than a fiver or something. I can't remember. Mm. But yeah, recommend. And it's quite just, yeah, quite colour, colourful and nice. Ki- uh, kingdoms and castles. Cool. I think, although I might have wrote that from memory, so it might be actually something slightly different. <laughs> it's um, probably that, but to be honest, it's quite a generic name. I lo- so. I'd love the idea if it was if it was like, oh, it's Kingdom and Castle, and its name was like, v- like build a thing to defend from Vikings that can swim. That's its name. Yes. It is called Kingdoms and Castles. I thought I'd check, you know, that yeah, thing yeah, okay, that you should have done. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and then that's and then that's my my notes for what I've done the last two weeks lists: kingdoms and castles, gig, um, and that's my third my my notes. So yeah, <laughs> okay. I've got a bugger all. That's fine. That's fine. Who's up next? So um, so snipe. What have you been up to? I I saw a really scary picture of a dog today. Oh. You know when we were writing the notes for what we were going to mention in the podcast and you said, write down that I saw a scary dog on Reddit and I said no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, just, just mentioning that, out, okay. you know, apropos of nothing. It was really scary though. Um, you saw it? It was scary. It was not that scary. Can it we please really move scary. on to something that does not require people to have seen a particular <laughs> image? Okay, guys, just like look for a really scary dog on Google, <laughs> and it's like this white pit bull looking dog sitting on a, on a couch. Okay, what and did it's you fucking do? Fucking scary. What have you done before this morning? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been watching some animes, just like my Japanese anime. Yeah, we got Crunchyroll again. Yeah, oh, because nice. of Mob Psycho 100, basically. Because <laughs> like. Wib watched, because Mob Psycho 100, the live action version, which is a, that is always a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, Live action anime is never a good idea. I wanted to give it a watch because I really like Mob Psycho 100, and I was like, I wonder how bad the live action one is, and I watched an episode of it and went, it's pretty bad. Also, the only, the only, like, adaptation I've really seen that was okay was Erased. Which is pretty good. I haven't seen neither the live action nor the anime. That's fair. So. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, quite. Usually, the porn version of something is better than the actual effort that they put into the live action version <laughs> of something. You which, are not wrong, yeah. and that's, um, that's which what is, frightens me. Does not bode well for 
<laughs> yeah, anything. <laughs> but yeah, actually, uh, the thing is, when we were watching the live-action Mob Psycho, it got to the Body Improvement Club. And I rage quit. And you were like, I... I was like, these guys aren't muscular enough. <laughs> <laughs> like, these guys should be great. And so I was like, look, let's just... Because you always, like, that's what Wib has, like, that's the lasso that he has verbally thrown around me to get me into Mob Psycho 100. And you, re- you the refuse... the Body Impl- Improvement Club. You refuse to watch it. Until you saw how the bad version of it and went, no, I need to see the good version no, now. So until I saw anime. the Body Improvement Club and I was like, these guys aren't nearly muscular enough. I am so outraged. <laughs> I just I'm going to restart my Crunchyroll subscription <laughs> just so I can look at muscular anime boys. <laughs> I wish that wasn't actually what happened, but that's literally what happened. Mob Psycho 100 is really good. Go watch the anime. Yeah, it's actually, I've been really enjoying the anime. It's, it's really fun. Um... How would you describe it? You're better at this than me. Uh, it's made... Well, it's by the guy that did One Punch Man. And you can tell because it, it looks exactly like it. It's kind of the same story as One Punch Man, except he has superpower, like psychic powers rather than able to punch good. <laughs> yes. Um, but he tries to be able to punch good. Actually, honestly, I, there is there is some superficial similarities, but it is, it is quite a bit different, and especially where it goes is quite a bit different. Um... But it's it's interesting, and I, what I I really like is how you have this somewhat surreal situation where there is character. So so to give a general premise, the, the, there's a kid called Mob, and he's basically got god tier psychic powers. He's absurdly powerful, but he wants to be more than that. But he's basically being exploited by this fake medium. But at the same time, this guy is all, also gives him like fantastic advice uh, and actually kind of looks out for him. So little things like he'll say, so yeah, you are born with these psychic powers. Well, actually he says, we have these psychic powers. He doesn't. Um, but <laughs> we have these we have these powers and that, but that doesn't make us better than other people. Like, these are just things that we are, we are, we're gifted, we're gifted with. It's no different than just being better at sports than other people or whatever. You know, go out and, you know, basically better yourself and do something you've actually earned rather than, you know, just re- rely on the things you were just, handed. just, just handed. And it's like, he ends up like being this remarkably positive effect on his life despite being an exploitative shithead. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I can uh, wholly recommend Mob Psycho. Also, the Body Improvement Club are so fucking cool. <laughs> just a bunch of big jacked They're dudes. just like a bunch of super jacked guys who were just super into like getting muscular and and being fit. And like he joins like this is, I I just I love them so much and this is why I wanted to watch it. <laughs> and Mob joins the Body Improvement Club, and. They're super stoked to have him. And he's like, he sucks at running. He can barely lift anything. He's just all around terrible, like, (laughs) athletically. And they are still super proud of him for just trying. And they're so supportive and wonderful. I'm like, I love my beautiful sons. (laughs) They're so wonderful. Yeah, that's It's just so refreshing to see, like, super, like, muscly boys, like, like, boy people who aren't jerks about it. Mm. They're just like, like, you know, there's there's a part where someone tries to rope them into a school fight, and they're like, no, we we don't like we don't get jacked for like so we can be violent and push people around. Fuck you, man. And I'm just like, I love these guys are so great. <laughs> they're so fucking cool. <laughs> so yeah, go watch the body. I mean, Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, I watched some of the Junji Ito collection, which is, uh, they've turned a few Junji Ito stories into anime. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Junji Ito is an incredibly prolific horror manga author. Um, he's got some very out-there spooky stories, like, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but there's one that involves weird metal, like, endoskeletons that will just attach to corpses and then everything is powered by farts. Yeah, I always forget the name of that one. Yeah, I think it's like Gao or something. It's called Gyo, that's the one. And, like, they literally just, just spew fart gas everywhere and it's like, in the story... It's like, oh yeah, it's been like a few years since the fart gas animals have just farted everywhere, and it just stinks so bad in Japan. <laughs> like, he's walking around in the street, and it's just like, wow, god, it's so farty. Oh, it's not very nice at all. It's a very farty place right now. Yeah. There's like another one, which is uh, where there's like a bunch of people make a suicide pact, and then they all nearly die, and then one of them coughs up a marble. It's like this beautiful stone. It's basically like they all have, because they came very close to death, they all have like holes in them that basically lead to the underworld where all these (laughs) gems come out and people are like, oh, well, fuck gold and diamonds. This is where it's at. And it's like they're like the souls of people. And they're really pretty and just weird shit keeps happening. Yeah. In short, Junji Ito is weird. He has some like, very, very unique ideas, and they are incredibly interesting. So, the first one is like, oh, what is it? I can't remember what it's called. Well, it's about some creepy-ass fucking kid who keeps cursing people by nailing dolls of them to cedar trees and, and shit like that. And it's just not very good. Because, I mean, like... With Japanese media, I, I, it is quite refreshing, but it is also like can be quite jarring with the way they structure stories. So it is kind of fun when it literally just start and it'll be like, "This is like this is the way it is." Like, oh, there's like some guy sitting there smoking a pipe, looking out of his window, and his daughter's like, "Daddy, why won't you look at me, Daddy?" And he turns around, and she's a fucking doll, and he's like, "Damn it, the doll curse has taken her." A lot of other people just burn their children when the doll curse takes over. We decided not to. And then it just fucking ends as if it's sitting there going, Oh yeah, you don't know about the doll curse affecting these people's children? Fuck you. Is this a specific thing you're referencing? Was this in the show? This is in the show, Okay. (laughs) This is actually a thing. Okay. It's like the last five minutes of the first episode. Okay. It's just like, there's a cute, cute, like, little girl. Like, she's like 13 or 14 and she's just suddenly a doll. And then they're like, yes, most parents, like burn their children when they when they go all dolly. We won't. We'll just leave her in the chair. And then she turns into this big pustule kind of like filled twisted creature. And then they kind of stand there going, hmm, I can see why people burn their children when they become dolls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it just fucking ends. And you're like, okay. Are each of the episodes like a separate story? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's very it's, much like the manga. So it's sort of a um, oh, what's what's the word for it? Is a word uh, where it's um, like a con- not a compilation, but it's a, yeah, like a, a group of smaller stories all like grouped into one series. Collection, one might say. Well, yeah, there's, there's a proper word. <laughs> yeah, for it. but it's completely yeah, yeah, I'm my not mind. sure. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's, it's basically like that. I mean, to be fair, the the manga is kind of like there's one that is kind of spooky, 
Oh god, is this an episode or a manga? This is a manga, and it's like I'm kind of wishing. Oh, they might have they might have uh, done this one, but I'm not sure. I only watched a few. Um, where there's this big like this rock is this big mountain is split in half, and there's all these like people shapes like T poses in the rock. Like, fucking hundreds of them. Hmm. So people start just basically going on these weird pilgrimages to go and see. And when they get there, they're all kind of like... They all have this weird supernatural draw to them. And they're like, I have to find mine. Okay. And so, like, there's this guy and he, he kind of, like, meets this, this, guy, this, this lady and there's another guy there as well. And, like, one of them is just like... He comes back and he's like, I found my hole. And then, like, he just disappears. And I know that sounds really funny, but it's A lot of men do spooky. disappear when they find their hole. Yeah, okay. Dicko yeah. for the start. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he okay. disappeared for, like, a solid month once he found his hole. <laughs> he was like the human Taurus. <laughs> as in T-O-R-U-S. The donut shape. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's like... I won't really spoil it, but there's, like... It just... It keeps... People keep disappearing and being like, I found, I found my... Uh, I found my shape. And like it, it is really good. It's it's spooky, and really weird. Do you know what it's called? No. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember because I'm fucking terrible. But there's there's like he he does like all sorts of things like that where like some of them are quite short. Like there's a guy who just won't come out of his bed, and then he just basically rots and joins with his bed because yeah. he just didn't want to come out and it's 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 body horror horror horrible kind of garbage but it's, it's... a lot of his stuff body horror because i've not really read any i've just kind I of consumed half of it is. yeah I, I just kind of consumed bits of him through you <laughs> and popular culture yeah like. no yeah I, I would recommend people read junji ito if they're in, into like horror and like some of the imagery is terrifying like like just, he's really good at drawing really gross fleshy masses <laughs> Which is not pleasant to look at, but it really sells the horror. Mm. But yeah, no, I, I I should probably watch some more, because I don't think they brought the A grade for the first couple. Because there's like the fashion model, where it's just this really weird Gaku no, no, Gaku no Handsome Woman. <laughs> which is a really good anime everyone should watch, because it's a piss take on like dating harem games. <laughs> And it looks like it's from, like, DeviantArt circa 2004. Yeah. So you've got, like, purple-haired Sephiroth with a fucking nine-inch chin <laughs> that goes down to a perfect point. It's amazing. But yeah, so, yeah, I'm really not sold. I, I'm like, the animation is... It's like, it, it's tried to copy his style because he, he uses a lot of, like, cross-hatching and a lot of deep, dark shadows mm. in, his, uh, in his art. And... Yeah, doesn't quite translate very well, especially because they don't. I don't think they spent very much money on it, <laughs> which is weird, especially attached to a name as prolific as Junji Ito. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope it gets better, but I'm probably not going to see. Mm. <laughs> You're probably not going to watch it. No, I'll probably just read some more manga. Honestly, I think that's pretty much everything I've been doing, apart from being really tired and doing so much work for the D and D campaign. Mm. That we that I'm gonna DM. Yeah, building up to that. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I've, uh, I, I've I've sort of mostly got my character in order. So yeah, well, I mean I'm Ash because like the players uh, draw a map, Wib, 
And our friend Ash, who plays Talus from uh, our main D&D group. Yeah, it's going to be just a little group, so it's yeah, going to be interesting. Yeah, because Sarah's doing this whole thing where she's, like, you know, having a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, how hard could it No, seriously. So that's all I've been up to. So, Wibbo. Yes? Hubbo. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, a couple of things. Um, I beat The Surge... Because I've mentioned that oh, a couple nice. of times in the last uh, last few uh, podcasts I've mentioned. I've just been slowly chipping away at it. Finally um, beat it. Uh, I found out there's only actually five bosses in the base game. Okay. Which okay. is fortunate because most of them suck. Yeah, because you've done <laughs> two or three bosses, I think it was, last time we spoke about it. And you said they were yeah. all really gimmicky and a bit just not good. Yeah, um, the it, it, it kind of got to a point like with the fourth boss where it starts off as just a straight up fight against the guy, and I could not have been happier. And then halfway through the fight, he just starts summoning copies of the very first boss in the game. How to know that the game devs just sat there and went, "The fuck do we make this challenging?" Yeah, um, <laughs> but but by that point, um, I I'd, honestly, when it came, I, like I would not look up guides on anything until it came to the bosses. When I go and look up how to beat them, because I just. I don't. I don't give a shit about the bosses. Is quite simply it. Mm. I found them annoying to fight, but um, the general game itself, I actually really, really, really like. Uh, just the the, ex- the exploration, slowly unlocking um, shortcuts. I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last mm. podcast. Yeah, you like, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's structured like Demon Souls more than Dark Souls. Um, like a little areas that sort of zoned off that you have one checkpoint with, and you have to gradually like unlock shortcuts back to until you've got this kind of spider's web of, of different paths leading to all, all areas within it. Um, interesting variant in the last area, which does actually have some of the worst design, unfortunately, in terms of level design. But it does have an interesting idea that's not done in a Souls game, which is you have a bonfire equivalent that is literally on an elevator that you pull to different parts of the level for where you need it. Oh, that's cool. Rather than just having a traditional shortcut, which is an interesting way of going about it. Having played the full game, like the um, the final boss itself, I actually kind of liked because that was it was a two phase fight, but it wasn't really gimmicky. It was just fight a big bloke and then you do something and then he becomes a man sized bloke <laughs> and you just fight him. A bloke sized bloke. Fight him. Yeah, a bloke sized bloke. Sized man. <laughs> um, and sure yeah, that. you. You just have you just have kind of a straight up fight, and it was one of those. It was like the boss where I was like, "No, no, I'm I'm down with this," and I just yeah went at it and and took him down and beat the game. Yeah. Um, then our a uh, good friend Longfang, once I said I'd beaten it on Twitter, uh, went and gifted me the um, DLC because he spoils your off. Which meant I have to. Uh, which meant I had to go and beat the first part of the game again, so because I'd got, already gone into New Game Plus. Oh, it was awful. He hated, <laughs> hated every it. minute of it. Um, it's shocking how quickly you can get through the game when you know exactly what you're doing. Um, so I've gone into the DLC now. Uh, and have been playing around in that, which oh, is actually like a really theme good. Theme park DLC. Yeah, it's like a theme park. It, it's pretty fun. Um, you fight mascots, and you can get a giant donut head to wear, <laughs> which nice. is pretty great. Um, one thing I will say is, I'm just going to put ahead of this spoilers for the next like minute and a half. So skip forward if you don't want to hear something from towards the end of the game. So there's bits of like small storytelling that's kind of great in it. Like, um, there's a guy you see, and if you saw our video on it, or you've seen, I did a stream of it a little while back, 
Um, you'll occasionally run across monitors where there's this guy who looks straight out of him like an he's, Apple commercial. He's Captain Corporate he's trying Captain... to act as if, you know, they give a fuck about the little guy. Yeah, it's like, here at Creo, we're, we're you know... We're absolute we're sluts for, like, helping you out. For innovation. We want to just help the world. Like, he's doing this whole spiel. He's walking at um, you at an angle, so you know he's trying uh, to sell you something. And you actually find him in a green screen room where he's killed himself. And he leaves, like, uh, uh, basically his, his suicide note. Um, and on the wall, you see various things, like journalism awards. And I don't know if... I, I, obviously, this is, like, kind of reading into it, and I don't know if this was their in, 100% their intention, but it kind of strikes me as that he was a real journalist who had won these awards, and what he was doing now was he had basically completely sold, sold out to do that, and that is, like, a source of shame, because he sits there and says, I helped them sell a lie. And it's like that little bit of thing there, like that is, I mean, those, the journalism awards on the wall, that's a very Dark Soulsy style of storytelling, yeah. of just insinuating and letting you work things out or postulate onto what it could mean. But yeah, there's a lot of little, little bits that do really good like that. But the overall story is an absolute goddamn mess. Um, <laughs> There's like a million different things that it's juggling. It's like, oh yes, this is part of Project Resolve, or oh no, this is part of Planet, uh, Project Utopia. Oh no, there's actually this, this fucking nano machines. It's just a fucking bunch of shit. Nano machines, son. And it doesn't like so much of it. Like you're sitting there at the end of it and going like, you see, if I'd have seen all this information at once, I might have been able to pause it. But like chipping through this over the course of weeks, I'm completely lost as to what's going on with certain things. I'm like. So, what even was Project Resolve? What happened? What? <laughs> like, it's just very easy to get confused by. I'm not the only one, apparently. I've seen some other people going, like, I don't know what was supposed <laughs> to happen. Like, there's a bit later on where you have to um, put something in a rocket and send it off. Um, well, you don't actually... It looks like you're putting it in a rocket, but I think you're actually putting it in a server. But um, And... I was uh, like, there's a bit where I got really lost in there because I was saying this. This is a bit that's like got a bit shitty design in places, um, and I, I was looking up how to deal with that. And so, and lots of people were like sitting there going like, "Oh, so I did this thing for some reason." Like, no one seems to know why they did the thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one that kind of lost track of the story at this yeah, point. Yeah. Um, but for, for, all, for all my little complaining about those kind of things, like, yeah, I, I do genuinely quite enjoy the game. And even though I complain about the bosses, it's more that I find that kind of fight annoying. But there's only five of them in the base game. There's only two in the DLC. Uh, the first one is absurdly easy. Um, it, almost insultingly so because it's it's just once you get it well it's because it, it, it doesn't really inform the player that's my biggest problem oh no well this one is nothing to do with that he's just a guy he fights like everyone else is he, in the is game. he like a bloke sized man though? he's a bloke sized man alright yeah and okay. you just fight him which I'm fine with but like he doesn't really have any special things he can do yeah, being he's, a boss he's, he's, he's John Blokeman he just has a lot more health and hits a little bit harder than the regular guys you're fighting and I kind of beat him and it was like oh is that the boss oh alright I guess that's a thing quit bragging but yeah um, I, I have I have really enjoyed really enjoyed it and yeah even though they're like 
because there is only five bosses, it means that even if you don't particularly like the bosses, they're fairly minor, and a couple of them are okay. I mean, I'd say that bosses are probably... They are, like, big... They are crescendos in a game. So it's... I'd say it's... It's just having five bosses. That feels to me like, yeah, you know, it's it's like... The movie was great, but the beginning, midpoint, and end are terrible. <laughs> I think the thing is, is that because they had so few bosses, they wanted to make them memorable, and that's why most of them are pretty mm. gimmicky. Uh, which is... It, it is a pity. It is like the part where it kind of breaks down. Well, and it's it, just Souls-like games in general. Yeah, but the last boss is alright. Yeah. So it doesn't... It, I think if the last boss was like a really shitty boss, if it was like... The, I think it's, what is it called? It's like Big Sister or something. She's like the third boss and he's just crap and annoying. Um, if, it had been, if that had been the final boss, then it would have left a real sour taste in my mouth. But because the last boss was probably the one I enjoyed fighting the most, mm. I mean, it, um, it kind of like made it better. And the bits in between the bosses, I enjoyed enough to kind of go, yeah, all right, I'll just look up how you're supposed to beat the boss and yeah. go, okay, and then I can just go and do it. You had some good box art quote there. This, a couple of the, a couple of them were okay, Wib. <laughs> <laughs> But there is a second one coming out, so I will be really intrigued. And I didn't even realise it. It's made by the same people that made Lords of the Fallen. Which is fucking god-awful. Otherwise known as the worst Souls knockoff game. So, I mean, like, good on them for yeah. actually basically realising where they fucked up for the most yeah, part. And in, act- actively improving. In terms of, like, improvement scale, this is an absolute masterpiece. Because Lords of the Fallen is a game so tedious that getting to the end of recording it, like recording a section for the video, was difficult. <laughs> it was really it's, difficult. It's really not good. But no, like, massive grats to them for actually, mm. like, improving. So I guess um, I would give a... I would give a solid recommendation to The Surge if you don't mind the more grindy aspects of Souls games, because there is a fair bit of grinding in it. I enjoy doing that, um, and... You're not expecting like mega mega bosses. It's more like I think it's like it appeals to me particularly because I really enjoy just kind of aimlessly grinding out and exploring in Souls games. Um, so though that being like the the majority of the game, meant that I was having fun with it. So yeah. Um, apart from the surge, I did play another game which I played to completion as well. Oh, uh, which is not as impressive when you realise it only lasts an hour and a half. <laughs> Um, but I played Donut County. Tasty. Um, which I'm not going to say too much about because I kind of want to make you play for the channel. Because it's, um, you know, a short little game and it's quite fun. Will you buy me donuts first? I will buy you a donut, yes. <laughs> There's one, dink- one dinky donut. One dinky donut. I will buy you one donut before and one donut after. So, okay... The the only place we can really do that is like Krispy Kreme in town where you can buy singular donuts. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll 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 buy a large like tray of donuts that has like twenty on it, and I'll give you one. Twenty, and then I'll dispose of the rest. Twenty is too many. By eating them. That's what that's what, what I will kind do. Kind of donuts. Um, there'll be uh the cheap iced ones you get from like ASDA. I don't really like the icing. Well, I'm sorry, that's the donut you get. <laughs> Just... He might lick the icing off and then just give you the like plain donut. Only if he puts the on the candy sh- the, the candy salt. What? The candy salt. Candy salt. Yeah. 
Do you want to... Sugar. Sugar. Well, it's not not really sugar. (laughs) What what are you talking about? The candy soul. You put it on... You mean when you put sugar on donuts? You put it on naked donuts. (laughs) When you put sugar on donuts, are you talking about the glazed ones? Both. (laughs) Well, that's, that's the melty... She's like sweet. I'm going to talk yeah. about the video game that's, now, dear. That's the melty sweet. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the video game so we can get away from the small hell that you have built for yourself. See, I was originally going to say sugar, and then my brain just went candy salt. <laughs> and I just said that instead, and I was like, what? Anyway, Donut County, it's a game where you make things fall into holes. Oh, good. Tasty. And that's all I'm really going to say about it, okay. other than it is quite fun. <laughs> it's how you met Dicko. It's how I met Dicko. <laughs> Dicko and it, all met Dicko. Let's Dicko and his hole have featured greatly in this, this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Putting things in them. Um, I've heard it described as a reverse Katamari, and I kind of get what they mean. It's a, oh. it's a weird game, um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I just want to say that I played it. And I quite liked it. You went full Yorkshire that I don't. You were about to say, you don't. Oh, oh, did I? Yeah. Don't act as if you didn't. I don't know. I I don't think I sound Yorkshire. But then most of the time I don't think I sound particularly Derbyshire either. No, you really don't. Derbyshire. No. (laughs) Derbyshire. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Donut County, good. Um, It's not very long. So if you want a game to play for an hour and a half that's kind of quirky and weird and has raccoons in it, um, then go play that. It's weird and good. I like it. Um, last okay. last thing to mention is you remember like a year ago I started watching Enterprise. Oh yeah, uh, of the Star Trek variety. I tried to blank it out um, and said it was bad. Mm. Yes, you um, said that a lot actually. And I came back to it periodically and said it's bad, but it has these good points. Yeah, yes, um, but it's still bad. Um, Basically, I got to series three, and the show suddenly becomes good. Yeah, no, cool. Stockholm happened. No, no, legitimately, every problem, well, nearly every problem with the show mm. kind of just disappears. They basically go, shit, they're just aimlessly wandering around and just going over shit we've done a million times in every other Star Trek, so there's nothing original or interesting about Have this. they stopped doing the fucking de- decontamination chamber? Yeah, bullshit. Because that was so cringe. Yeah, they don't even. I, th- I think it like happens like two times in the whole third season, and Thank it's God. it's when it is narratively necessity uh, a narrative necessity. Because like it basically opened on that like it's a season one episode one, and I was just like, oh fuck you. <laughs> I think it's, it's, like, I, I think have it's literally a, it's, um... no respect for people who basically try. And go like, oh yeah, well I'm going to make this thing that's obviously softcore pornography and it's really cringy. Um, but, it's, but it's not. It's like, look, have the guts to fucking do it, you coward. <laughs> I think it's like episode two that opens. And um, it's just so fucking stupid. It's like, look, I'm just going to go on Tumblr and get some SFM Vulcan pornography. <laughs> this is fucking shit. Yeah, I, th- I think it's actually, oh, would it be episode three? Because I think the, f- part, uh, the episode one is like a two-parter. Semantics. It's dumb. But anyway, anyway um, tell me how about how it doesn't do that but anymore. Yeah, it it's does, actually good. It doesn't really do that, and they actually start, you know, making characters be interesting. Holy uh, shit! What they do is they, they create a large threat to Earth, and Enterprise is the only ship that can go out to it. So it goes out into an, an uncharted part of space that's full of weird spatial anomalies and odd aliens and things to find an alien race they don't even know what they look like called the Zindi. 
They're, actually, they're not puberts, are they? They're, they're not like the Magog from Andromeda, no. Good. Because uh, I don't like the puberts. The makeup's actually quite good for most Ooh. of the things in it. Actually, a couple of the races are CGI, which is uh, yeah, unusual like the for... Not the reptilians, the... Uh... Aquatics, insectoids. aquatics, and insectoids. Because basically, there's uh, a, the, the Zindi are made up of five races, mm. um, which have the rather tedious names of like reptilian, insectoid, aquatics, primate, or something. And what's the other one? So I can't really, remember. basically, they are named as just descriptors. Yeah, they're just as opposed to I, like, I wish, where they're from. I, I wish they'd have had some proper name for the individual ones, but whatever. Um, they basically like fix all the weird little problems. It's kind of bizarre. Like, so um, Hoshi, who is the communications officer on the ship, um, basically exists because it's a time before the Universal Translator was like this, you know, this like marvellous device that just fixed every problem. So she had to translate for people, but they realised at some point in season two, that's really fucking tedious to do all the time. And they kind of just stopped having her do it. And then by season three, they actually just make her into the communications officer as opposed to a translator. So they actually give her an actual. Yeah, and and she sometimes is involved with like decrypting things. Hmm. Like they have her do something different that's not shit. Oh, cool. Also, I want to ask about the Universal Translators. Yes. So you know, like in Next Gen or whatever, yeah, they they're all equipped with Universal Translators so they can all understand. If I remember rightly, I think it's in the Com Badge. Well, yeah, okay, so they all have them on them, yeah. so they can basically speak their native language and everyone understands each other. Then why, when Klingon shouts stuff in Klingon, doesn't it translate it? Artistic license. Okay. And you, um, you know like how some words in French or German get into English language? I just imagine it's kind of like that. Ooh, that's my new headcanon. I love it. That's it, cool. Like, do you mean like, because everyone knows what kaplat means. Yeah, so, so it kind of becomes yeah. part of yeah. just English or whatever. Whatever future language they're speaking. The idea of somebody Um, writing poetry is like, yes, he had a certain kaplar about him. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how I imagine it. No, no, that's like, Ken Cannon accepted, that's fantastic. I mean, you know, of course the real answer is, um, don't think about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, but but like, Drama Math's answer was like, super cool, and I I would totally like, like, accept that. One of my sort of ideas is... That um, I think uh, maybe once someone starts getting angry and the thing can't keep up with them sometimes, and another good headcanon okay, actually that's accept. Also good, yeah. I mean, basically any any re- headcanon you have for it breaks down under one specific example, like Worf explaining what a word means because he has to calmly say it yeah. and then explains its translation, and you go, "Well, that wouldn't <laughs> yeah, okay, work because it's an unknown okay. Klingon word." Well, you like, see. This is this means angry. It means I'm very not happy about. This. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, uh, actually, great thing about uh, about um, season three and um, coming up on season four because I'm like a quarter of the way through season four now of Enterprise. So I'm nearly. I've actually like burned through like a quarter of the entire series like in a week because I actually really enjoyed watching it. Um, is that Jeffrey Coombs? Yeah. He's starting to appear more and more. Jeffrey Coombs is rad. Because he plays an Andorian. Um, and I like the Wiggly End channel. And he's great because I just like Jeffrey Coombs in <laughs> Star Trek. And he's just I just fun. like Jeffrey Coombs. He's fun. He's, he, seem, he seems fun. I don't know anything about the man personally and I'm kind of scared to go and look. Because everyone's a bastard. <laughs> I'll probably find out he's a dickhead in real life. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to know. I just know that I like the characters that he plays on Star well, Trek. And yeah. he's, he's really good as Herbert West as well. Yeah. So... Yeah. He has good intense comedic timing. Yeah. Um, good level of intensity there, man. Mm. Oh, and also uh, mentioning a few guest stars, because it's kind of interesting. 
Uh, I wa- just watched the episodes where Brent Spiner yeah. ha- comes back, um, not as Data, but as an ancestor of um, Noonien Soon. Isn't it weird how everyone throughout history always looks identical yes. to everyone they're related to? Yeah. I love that part about any <laughs> any like fantasy series. It's just like, oh yes, this is your great, 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 great grandfather. It's like... I look identical, <laughs> even down to like the you know the the eyebrow piercing rejection scar. <laughs> Weird that. Um, the fun one though, in the first episode, he appears in. Do you want to know who also guest stars? Uh, the Christopher big, Lloyd. No, the Big Show. Um, as nice. as an Andorian syndicate member, <laughs> not an Andorian, a Ryan syndicate member. Oh, that makes it better. He's just a giant green man who picks up to Paul like she's a fucking doll and like. Throws her around. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I need to. S- That's amazing. Ah, oh, more wrestlers cameoing in Star Trek, it w- please. It would have shocked me more had I not watched the Voyager episode where the Rock appears. Oh, and does the people's eyebrow? Oh, he does. Yeah. And then he has a fight against Seven of Nine. Yeah, that's the oh, thing. Oh, that was, that was a good episode. That's, um... That, Just because The Rock is in it. it uh, yeah, Sunkatsu or something the episode's called. It's something I don't like care, that. it's perfect. It's, it's not very good. Some uh, cat, yeah, but... some cat suit. Some, some, some cat, cat suit. suit. Yes, um, that's it. No, honestly, if it's got The Rock in it, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's not good. <laughs> but then that's kind of I mean, stuff. Like, that, that, that means you like basically all films made nowadays. Yeah. They all contain a wrestler at some point. They all contain the rock. No, 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 no. I didn't say a wrestler. I said yeah, yeah. The but rock. all films contain the rock nowadays. Apparently, like just looking well, at mean, trailers and things, don't. like he's in everything. No, I wish he was in everything. I wish he was in my kitchen, and I'd make him a nice cup of tea, and we'd talk about Doom. And you'd wonder, you'd wonder, and he'd be there, and he'd be like, "Oh, hello, Snipe. Could you smell what the rock is cooking?" I'm like, "Ooh, it's my favorite." And he's like, "Yes, I didn't know what it was, so I cooked everything." And it'd be this big pie that has everything I like in it. Yeah. Ah, and he'd be wearing a cute little apron <laughs> and nothing else, and only a cute yeah. little apron. No, don't be weird. <laughs> well, this isn't for you. This isn't for you. This is for me. <laughs> oh, that's your fantasy, okay? <laughs> See, in mine, he's wearing that really sexy outfit where he's got a black polo neck on, the tan chinos and the fucking bum bag. <laughs> yes, full yes. of Pop-Tarts and condoms. <laughs> By Obviously. his own admission. He literally said that's what's in there. I thought that was your fantasy. <laughs> no. The real life is sexier than fantasy. I want to believe that the Pop-Tarts and condoms story is true. I know it's I not, want to but believe I want to believe that the Pop-Tarts and condoms... Basically, are just pop tarts because he'll just like open it up, put the wrapper on <laughs> his on his winky, uh, and then he'll make what, himself a pop tart. What the pop tart wrapper? Yeah, that's going to be uncomfortable. Not for him, and not certain, not serviceable for its role at all. Well, no, he's going to like duct tape it to the base of his winky. I'm pretty sure he can afford a condom. Yeah, he, yeah, it's the principle of the thing. Oh. He's going to put some. Clean <laughs> are you saying that Dwayne the Rock Johnson does not buy condoms on principle? <laughs> No, I'm saying he makes his own out of protest. <laughs> what to protest Big Johnny? No, it's because The Rock is a slut for recycling. And, like, he just wants to, like, find different uses for everyday household items. Like, you know, aluminium foil packaging for Pop-Tarts. Right. So he doesn't want to throw them away because they're perfectly serviceable. 
Okay, um... And that's what he keeps in his little, little bum bag. Okay, Matthew, I'm done with talking about things. Can you please start asking some of those questions just to, uh, once again, save me from this? <laughs> <laughs> How dare. Yes, I can. Um, we have some questions. We have a, a, as previously mentioned, a backlash of questions. Um, a backlash of questions? <laughs> because I like that phrase. I, it's, last time I said it by accident, but this time's on purpose. <laughs> Um, because we didn't have time last week. Also, like, so, if you want to send us a question, you should send it to onlydramamat at snipeandwib at gmail.com. And the the question I want you to ask for next time is, what is your fantasy based around Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Also, like, just tell me what you think he keeps in his little fanny pack. That's all I want to know. <laughs> Good. So what are the questions um, we've been asked, Matthew? So I guess first up, I'm just going to say, I wrote the notes on the questions, because I kind of summarise people's emails, just so I don't read out the whole thing, so it'll take ages. Um, and this is from two weeks ago, so if I, if I and usually it's okay, because I can still remember the email, but I can't now. So if my notes have completely missed the gist of your email, apologies. Okay, first up, we have Orkboy, who submitted a husbando for suitable judgement. I will judge. Um, Felix Argyle from V0. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know, they're an anime cat person. And okay. there's, a, there's an image of them chewing on some guy's ear, so I'm immediately going to say they're a 2 out of 10. <laughs> because I fucking hate that stupid shit. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to invade your personal space and be a jerk. But I think Drama Map might absolutely <laughs> adore them. Because they have kitty ears. Um, yeah, I'm. It, it's, it's not my thing. Um, it's definitely Drummer Matt's thing. So I'll, I'll, I'd have to go for a four out of ten. I'm afraid. There you go, Drummer Matt. What's your? There's, uh, there's definitely. Your I was. I was just googling. There's definitely a target audience because the first thing that comes up when you type in the name, it also suggests to body pillow. Um, <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong so, with body no, pillows. No, no, I'm not saying there is. I'm just saying there's a definite target audience of this character. <laughs> um, or they they have they had they definitely have an intent, a design intent. Yes. And even with safe search yeah. on, there's a lot of porn on the image search. Yeah. Oh, yes. See, so, yeah, I'm going to go 2 out of 10 because they look like an annoying anime stereotype. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Orc Boy. I might lo- watch a lot of anime, but I'm really not very happy about it. So, <laughs> Draw Matt, what are you rating? Me, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Um... Oh, you're, 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 you're like saying, oh, yes, they, they have a target audience out of 10. <laughs> yeah, which... Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they also needed to know, or boy also needed to know, is the drummer Matt lives on the couch meme officially dead? No. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, next up, Blood Wolf Koji. They say they, they really enjoy the videos because they help a stressed out college student relax. Um, oh, which is I'm nice. Glad. Right. Um, Thank you. I'm glad. Um, Take care of yourself. They got into the 40k tabletop last September. They're a proud Space Wolf player. Heck yeah! <laughs> so they want an official rating of for Husbando Ragnar Blackmane. Oh, he is a solid ten. <laughs> he is as if we expected any s- different result. Okay, shut okay, up. Okay, okay. It's an important distinction. Are we talking about Ragnar Blackmane the character, or are we talking about Ragnar Blackmane the sculpt that will not die? <laughs> I'm talking the about Ragnar from Blackmane from the early nineties that they refused to make a new version of. Well, the thing is, they are afraid of making a new version. Do you know why? <laughs> Because it would have to be so handsome, it would literally break people. He is the youngest would, wolf lord. Yes, the youngest and the sexiest. 
That's it does say that when you look it at like, does. what it, are the great companies in it's the, like, the codex. It's like Black Mane's great company, totally fuckable. The most fuckable. The most of, fuckable of the great boy. companies. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, he's pretty fuckable. Yeah, but he's like a good wingman to the rest. Oh, of Oh, he's so. fantastic. Yeah, that's the thing. He's he's not only really fuckable, but he's like a total bro as well. So he's like really cool. <laughs> I can't really give him any less than a ten out of ten, there, can I? You have to yeah. give Ragnar a ten out of ten. Yeah. Total hubbub. Do, do you have a rating there, Matt? No, I mean he's he's pretty cool. So I mean, I'd be lying if it wasn't a, a straight up ten. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, He's Ragnar is our perfect ten, yeah. apparently. Which, which I think was probably assumed with the question, but they they just needed confirmation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, well, which is fair. It's, it's good. It's good to have some um, some confirmation. So yeah. All right. Next up, Robert, who I apologised to last time because I just ignored their first email. Apparently, not on purpose. <laughs> like I just genuinely didn't <laughs> see it. Um, it. It did sound like you were like, oh yeah, I just ignored the last email. Okay. <laughs> no, like I've always done the apology, but apologies again. Right. So they've got a few questions. First up is payment for the questions. They've sent through a photo of their um, dog, Pepper, who is a a a golden doodle, which is a cross between a poodle and a golden retriever. I love golden doodle because it sounds like a knockoff crisp. (laughs) Like That's like Aldi crisps. And I fucking love Aldi crisps. So I I love that doggo. Yeah, 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 you're not wrong. Um, But it's the best. They'll be um, pictured up on Twitter when this goes live. Or, the, or cool. the day after when I've forgotten, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point. Right, um... Snipe. Yes? What character class is Nathan's original iteration in Warcraft? Or World of Warcraft? He, he is a warlock. Okay, because he, he says that they know Warlock is different between D&D and World of Warcraft. Like, there's yeah, subtle differences, uh, I... they weren't sure. Yeah, no, there are subtle differences. Um, I tend to basically, with both versions, have a weird kind of mix of both of them because Warlocks and WoW are like... Evil. They are evil. (laughs) Straight up evil. They are just straight up fucking evil. So I've decided with like... To kind of alleviate that, so he still does a lot of evil shit, like you know. But I've decided to kind of not make it anywhere near as evil, so he can still be chaotic good. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh. I've homebrewed it a lot. <laughs> you made With your own version things. of Warlock that's kind of somewhere between the two of them. Yeah, because yeah, you, like, you play it different in D&D as well, like the whole blood power magic yeah. thing, which just isn't a part of Warlocks. No, but no. So he's it is, like, it's, so it's fine, because it's your character. Yeah, so we kind of have it like, I guess Warlock is the closest approximation of what he is as a spellcaster. Mm. So for ease of description, he's a Warlock. But if you look at the intricacies, you think it counts as warlock. I think it counts as warlock in in both WoW and D and yeah. uh, Next up, they've um, I've got a picture to show you guys. Um, okay. They um, kit bashed an orc model out of a war boss Ooh. with bits of a dreadnought, um, which I'll send through. Uh, so their question is: Do you th- what do you think he'd be running as? He's th- he's swaying towards the big mech. Or a big mech with power armor, or something along those lines. Uh, oh yeah, so we've got we, we've got um, assault on black reach uh, war boss with um, yeah various dreadnought guns and stuff attached to his gun arm, so he's got like a big mechanical arm. Hmm. I mean, I guess with a gun that big, I mean hell, you could probably even run that as some kind of shock attack gun. Um, Although I can never remember what they're allowed to have now. Shock attack gun mechs. I can't remember if they can even have a power claw. Probably not. Um, Paint it green and just pretend he has like some gnarly nails. 
I mean, um, in, <laughs> in all honesty, I, I do kind of think that um, the if you're basing it off of the Black Reach war boss, that kind of shape is so recognisable that without significant overhauling of the whole thing, you kind of have to run them as war bosses because everyone looks across the table and sees them as war bosses. Yeah. Um, and ha- ha- give him a sign that says, "I'm not a war boss. I'm a shock <laughs> attack boy." <laughs> um, and the important thing to remember is that it doesn't matter how big a gun you mod onto a war boss or what it looks like. It doesn't really matter because most of it's there just to be loud anyway. Yeah. So even if it's only got the stat line of a bolter like, yeah. or a las gun, <laughs> it could be massive. It's just the orcs like it to be big and loud. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there, there has been this like weird like size creep going on with like people making war bosses anyway. Like so, some people will like make war bosses out of dreadnoughts. And hell, I've recently built a a war boss that's made from a lot of dreadnought parts. But people will just straight up make one from... Usually the Assault of Black Reach Dreadnought, honestly. Yeah. They'll usually use that. Um, and that makes him fucking huge. But then some people go bigger than that. So you've got, like, orc war bosses that are, like, the size... Like, about, like... What would it be? Like, two-thirds of the height of an Imperial Knight. And you're like, that's probably a bit big, lads. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. But Can't yeah, um... No, it's one of those ones work. that's been fighting the Tyranids for the last however many centuries, oh, yeah, and they yeah. just they just are probably <laughs> that size by now. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, that's the thing. Orcs can just keep growing. There's there's like um, there's the whole prime orcs thing, uh, where there's like orcs as big as fucking gargants and shit. Well, they're as big as a gorkonaut, um, or morkonaut. You know, which is really <laughs> fucking dumb. But whatever, um, orcs is orcs. But yeah, to, to answer your question, I would probably just run that as a war boss, just one with a very heavily customized gun. I guess that has wait. the stats of a bolter. Um, <laughs> alternately, uh, just wait until the codex comes out in October and yeah. see if there is anything interesting you can run it as. Is it actually coming out in October? It is. Yes, yes. October, yeah. that's, that's the best. I yeah. know. <laughs> God, October is the best month in the world. I don't care. All right, next up. Uh, back onto World of Warcraft. I think you've okay. all played some uh, some amount of time in World of Warcraft. I think some amount is underselling it. That is um, really a little not, bit yeah. for all of us. But um, what are your favourite cl- classes and races in the game? Wargand and Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shock fucking horror. I also love female orcs. They are great. I, Ooh, I love them. I love Feral Combat Druid in Ooh, the expansions where it is broken, like Cataclysm, where they were broken and really it's just absurdly good and could literally fulfill the role of a damage and a tank and combat res at the, at same, the same time. time yeah. It was great. <laughs> um, but I, I do... I probably fails to pick a race. I do really like Draenei. I really like Trolls too. Trolls are super cool. Or Draenei. So it's where you're Draenei. supposed to pronounce it. No, because why... Even though it's spelt Draenei. It's like, if it was Draenei, they wouldn't put the fucking E in there. Yeah, I know, but and it's like, Blizzard they... can't spell. Yeah, and um... they can't pronounce shit either, apparently. <laughs> but no. So many fun races. Yeah. What about you, um, I I gravitate towards Rogue, but that's... I do that you're in all games. You're just a sneaky bastard, regardless. Yeah. Uh, in terms of races, I don't... Yeah, none of them massively... Like, I don't particularly have like one that jumps out more than the others. 
I'm trying to think back what my main character was, Wraith Rise, and I honestly can't well, remember. Well, your main was like was a uh, shadow priest called Ornva. Who oh was yeah, that was Granite that was my old old main. Yeah, and your new one was a female rogue wargan. I thought she was a wargan, but I don't. I never had her in wolf form. I don't think so. I just kind of you, forgot. I can't remember her name. Like, at yeah, all. Who knows? Hmm. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, but no. But yeah, no. But you would have had her in, you would also, have had her in Morgan form a lot, because when she fights, she has to go into Morgan yeah. form. Oh, well, it's been, it's yeah. been a long yeah. time since I've played. I <laughs> yeah. honestly can't remember at this point. Also, I really like... Oh, what are they? I think they're the Rendori, which are like the... Um, the Basically the... Oh, what are they called? I can't fucking remember off the top of my head. They're the, the uh, super snotty... Um, basically, night night elves. A lot from... of high elves, effectively. No, no. I know what a high elf is, dear. Well, no, I... they they, uh, they pissed around with like a bunch of arcane energy, and they're all basically like arcane addicts in the end of Legion. Oh yeah, I the, can't the, remember the junkie elves. Yeah, where they're basically <laughs> it's just like blood elf, but night elves. But yeah, they join the horde. For okay. some reason, I can't remember. There's some weird reason where they literally just go like, someone's like, "Oh yeah," and you have to wear shoes indoors, and they're like, "Well, fuck, fuck the alliance. We're joining the horde," or something like that. <laughs> That's about as in depth as the explanation for half the races joining the side that they did that yeah. we get anyway. So, well, it's PvP ruining everything. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, got a few favorite races. I like Drenai, but they're always played by really creepy people. <laughs> I spent someone speaking of someone who literally only hangs out on an RP server. Drenai frightened me <laughs> because they're always sitting there describing in violent detail for paragraphs how their gigantic sloshy balls are just <laughs> smacking against their moist thighs as they hoof sexily through the streets of fucking Stormwind. I wish it is sinister. I wish any part of what you just said was an exaggeration, but I have literally. <laughs> Uh, like you've literally called me over to say read this profile <laughs> and slosh uh, like the liquid sloshing in my balls is literally a thing that I've read with my own eyeballs. Yeah. So um, I mean, what's... I I don't want to kink shame, but like some people, like Jesus, there's some fucking crazy shit. It's, it's a bit wild. It's a bit wild. Um, what's the next question? So we don't have to think about this anymore. All right. Um, they've recently acquired a new computer. Which is able to run nice. games that are more than nine years old. Nice. Which is nice. Um, so they, they say, uh, can you recommend a PC game each? So I'm going to narrow it down to say, suggest a game that's pretty and will take, make the most of having a new computer to play it on. <sighs> Doom 2016. Good choice, good choice. Um, see, picking something that actually makes it like worthwhile. I can't really think. Because that's what, when, um, cause usually I... when we get asked about PC games, we default to like games that are 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, play Blood that was made in 1995 or 1996. Play the fucking Binding of Isaac and like, fulfill <laughs> your life for like hundreds of hours. <laughs> but also you can play it on a, I don't know, toaster at this point. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, it's like the Skyrim people care about. I'd say uh, maybe give one of the Dark Souls games a go. Yeah. Um, see how you feel about that. Dark those. Souls 1 or 3, maybe not 2. Y- yeah, I wouldn't necessarily try 2, yeah. but uh, 1 or 3, they won't necessarily push your machine, have but you, also... Have you heard much about yeah. the remastered first one? Uh, I've heard it's pretty good. Because yeah, that, yeah, that could presumably push the machine more than the original. It does run oh. at 60 without breaking the jumping, which was a thing. That's good. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, that was if, if you forced it to run at 60 in the, the original version of the game, then it, you, you couldn't jump as far. 
for some reason. Dumb. <laughs> I don't even. It's one of those where I go. I don't even want to think about why that's the case. Um, but yeah. Doom and Dark Souls. Okay, John, there you what, go. what about Good. you? Um, I, I've been trying to think while you were talking. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> have I played a game that's newer than... Because I get all my games on sale, which means I can't play any <laughs> games that are new. You should play Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> That'll push your graphics card hard. <laughs> so, I, I'm a hard pass. I might think of one and put it on Twitter or something. Okay. <laughs> uh, their favourite single-player game is Mass Effect. Which cool. pretty mm. much makes them a good person, I think. Um, especially like the storytelling and the romance. What are your favourite romance options in Mass Effect? Oh, Garrus, Jack, yeah, Tally. Tally's great. Oh, so it's like, but literally, they put me in a game because I, I played through Mass Effect One, well, Mass Effect One to Three as a femme ship first and foremost, and then I played through as a man ship. And I was, I literally saved myself the whole game, like in the first game, because I was saving myself for Jack. (laughs) (laughs) And literally the bit at the, you know, the bit before you go on the mission and it's like, there's the person that you've been like hitting it off with. Yeah. And like Joker interrupts you, like almost kissing. Mm. If you don't romance anyone, my ship, my, cause my man ship was just stood there like looking at his nails, like scratching his head and just not really doing anything. <laughs> he was God, like checking. I wish I had someone to bone right now. He was like checking his boots and shit. And then it's this joke. It's like, Oh, I hate to interrupt. And it's like, yeah, what? It's like, yeah, don't worry. You're not interrupting anything, Joker. <laughs> I'm saving myself for Jack. <laughs> Personally, I should be honest. Yeah. I'm pretty bored. I'm pretty bored down, down here. What's, what's Joker's first name? Uh, Jeff. Jeff. It's Jeff like, Moreau. Yeah, it's like, come on, come on, Dan- Danny or Jeff, I'll give you a hand job. You know, just anything to relieve the tedium. <laughs> just a sad hand job. Just, it'll be a bit sad An obligation one. hand job. <laughs> it won't be a good one. I'm good. It's, I'm not going to have my heart. My heart's not in it, but I'm built up for something, and it's just going nowhere. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> what What was uh, yours, Matt? Uh, I played. I've only played through the once through the whole thing, and I played as yeah, Fem Shep as well, and I mm-hmm. was with Leoa in the first game. And then, and then you get into the second game, and you kind of don't really see her at all. And then in the third game, you kind of see her a bit more. Unless you have the DLC. Yeah, no, I did get that yeah. just for that. Um, but then you start playing the third <laughs> oh. game, and it's like, oh, I haven't seen you for ages. It's like I've literally played the DLC where I saw you, which is set like last week. So <laughs> I, don't know. Um, I love the idea of Shep saying like, that. Did was I that forgetful? Yeah, it's like my favorite part about reuniting with Jack in like the third one is like she basically cut, like jumps a fucking fence, runs up, punches me in the face, and then makes out with me in front of all his, of her students. And I was like, "Fuck, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Marry me, girl. You are amazing." Also, her design is so good. It's in the so third good one. in in Mass Effect Three. In Mass Effect Two, it was pretty garbage. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I would always put like this shirt on her, which looked like a really bad mod. It's cold in space. It is. You know, she's going to have some chafing going on. Yeah. But, like, her design in the third one is, like, actually looks like you you could walk around like that without popping out and looking like an idiot. <laughs> but, yeah, those are our husbandos and waifus. Because <laughs> Tally waifu is, is, is good. Emergency induction tube. Right, uh, Robert's last question. Uh, do you know of the SCP Foundation? I do. Yes. What do you think of it? And if you have one, what's your favourite SCP? I was just fucking talking about this yesterday. <laughs> um, I think the SCP thing, I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, like, for those of you who don't know, which I'm sure most of you do, uh, the SCP Foundation is basically a collection of creepypastas 
which is kind of selling it short, <laughs> uh, where people will write about strange phenomena and like what they do and the spooky images and, and basically pre- under the pretense of it being like this big government agency almost. So a lot of the files that are written, I think all of them are basically in the style of like a information sheet that has a lot of redacted information mm. and it's got like you know, data expunged. Uh, it's to do with it's, it's very cold, kind of like oh, this SCP is uh, is to be contained in a twenty foot by twenty foot like concrete like thing. It's like it's very kind of there's a, there's a great kind of underlying story to there's this just. There's this shady government people who just keep these things away from the rest of humanity, and it's very, very cool. Is it secure, contain, protect. protect? Yeah. Is what SCP stands uh, for. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, we actually all played a game based on it uh, really early on in the channel. Back when uh, I was a con- shit and couldn't deal with literally yeah. anything scary. Um, containment Breach, if you remember that game, Matt. Yeah, they, they, yeah I think the they mentioned mechanic. that in the email. Because, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I unfortunately have nearly entirely encountered the SCP Foundation through the worst entries of it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, it, the game it, is um, my basic only knowledge of it, to be honest. And we encountered a very early version of the game very early. that is m- much worse than the later versions. The later one, they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, they have they've they've added the, a lot more monsters and things. They have improved it vastly. Um, yeah. And my lasting memory of the SCP Foundation is when I made a joke one for Twitter. That I can't remember what the number was, but it was an SCP that was a sandwich that harbors racist thoughts. <laughs> yes. And then that, I made I, like a janky looking picture of a sandwich. Put it in grayed out and put the SCP logo yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah, it was like SCP number in containment. <laughs> Probably thinking about racist thoughts. Yeah. But yeah, there are some SCPs that kind of daft. Like, my favourite one, just based on the picture that they're using, is SCP-1471, which is a haunted mobile app, and it's stupid, and I don't care about the SCP entry at all, but the picture (laughs) that is used is so fucking cool. It's also really easy to remember, because 1471 is what, in the UK, you dial to to pull up the last person who called you. Mm -hmm, Exactly. (laughs) Which maybe that's intentional, but yeah, it's uh, what it is. It's like a, a mobile app that you download, and then every three to six hours, it'll send you a spooky picture of this badass fucking wolf thing that has. It's basically like it's got just an exposed canid skull with these big milky eyes, and then the rest of it is just like pitch black fur, and it's just so creepy and so cool. <laughs> I love it very much. Which one's one that you like uh, based on its story? Mm. But the cake, the cake that endlessly replicates. The endlessly replicating cake, yeah, that's so that's so scary. It's so good. Um, it does not sound scary. That sounds excellent. Yeah, it's like this is the they're like all oh, special containment procedures. We have to keep inviting people in to eat this cake, otherwise within a month it would cover the entire Earth's surface and we'd all die. <laughs> It's literally it. Yeah. It's like so you have to have tea parties, <laughs> otherwise the world will. I, I think that's okay. also the problem is that some of the SCP. I mean, I'm not saying the cake one is scary under any circumstances. No, no. Um, but yeah, a lot of them they they seem silly when you just talk about them. Yeah, like a, a lot of them, like the the entries are interesting. Um, I'd say one I really like is uh, I can't remember the number, but it's called Unlondon, where it's basically this big underground city that was found that is completely empty. 
And every time, like, and when you walk in, it like plays like this this creepy old like um, thing over a town. I'm just like, welcome to on London, and it's like this big spiel. And it's like that is just spooky to me. And like, it was, I thought it was really creative. I thought mm. it was fun. That, that's the thing. Like, even even if I, I I am often quite dismissive and mock the SCP Foundation, I do genuinely like um, admire the creativity. Mm. Um, that's gone into it, and most of my mockery is is very is good very natured. Playful. It's yeah. playful. It's not meant in any malicious manner. Yeah, there's like there's so many because I follow the Volgun on um, YouTube who does SCP readings, mm. and yeah, there's a, there's a few of those that I really do like, and there's there's another one was like a submarine with these weird people that come out and like will try and get you to go to the submarine with them, and like. Once you put one of the suits on that they they wear, you basically become a part of the submarine, and uh, like if you take it off, you basically just cease to exist. Oh, it's yeah, it's a bit strange. Okay, but no, it's interesting. Yeah. What about you, dear? What's your favorite SCP? I don't have one. Is it the rowing machine? I don't know what the row. Oh, you mean the row machine from the video where yeah. it was just a really fucked up model? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go with the row machine. Um, anyway, let's 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 move oh, on. Yeah. To this we, we're kind of dragging on these questions, but me no, I I've, I think I've meant. I, it may have been obvious in passing in the past that I I'm not. I don't do horror stuff. I just okay, that's not fair. because I'm too scared of it. But that's partially I don't like jump scares, and that's what most horror yeah. is nowadays. But it just well, doesn't yeah, really do anything for me. So okay, yeah, don't really have much of an opinion. Nothing against anyone who likes it, obviously. Like, oh, obviously, nice, yeah. I'm not going to be a obviously. dick about it. It's just it just doesn't <laughs> do it for me. So, um, okay, and that's the end of Robert's questions, and I I, I a weight is lifted off my conscience now. So, <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait and see if he forgives you. Though. Maybe we'll see. Right. Okay. Okay. Next up, Sharky Tech Priest Ollie. Good name. Um, you men, you've mentioned um, Warframe. As someone with over 2,000 hours in said game, I'm required to ask, what are your favourite frames and or weapons? I haven't uh, played in a good, good long while, but uh, Oberon is my favourite. Yeah, I... I was like the Val- Valkyrie or something that I really tried to get Valkyria? into. Valkyrie, maybe? Um, I, I was an Oberon player too. I liked um, it because you got antlers. Yeah, I've not played it. <laughs> I think I tried to play it again about six months ago and was so utterly confused by how much they changed the game. Too much has changed. Because we did both play a shitload of it yeah. many years ago. Yeah, I remember um, when you played that and yeah. you got quite a lot of hours in. <laughs> not not 2,000, I don't think. But... No, uh, maybe like... Maybe a... four or 5,000 because <laughs> we're not amateur. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I think um, I think we both racked up like a hundred or so hours mm. on it. Um, we played the heck out of that game and enjoyed enjoyed it, but yeah, not played it recently. Yeah. So um, yeah, drama Matt's never played it. No, no, I, I kept meaning to when you were playing it because you know three, yeah. <laughs> but never quite got around to it. No, it's it's a fantastic free to play model. It's like that's how you do free to play. Mm. Is it just cosmetics and things you can buy? Yeah. I mean, you can buy like boosters and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, really, it's not really intrusive. There are legitimate things you can get, but since the the way the game's structured, it's nowhere near as bad, and you can grind most of these things out like yourself. So. But it's not like super egregious. Yeah, so. um, at least it wasn't when we played it. Yeah, I don't know how it is now. Years and years so. ago, so maybe it's awful now. Who knows? I, I don't know. I hear it's still quite good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next on, they've got a husbando for rating. Okay. Hit me. And I'm going to pronounce all of these things wrong. 
Um, Tiberos the Red Wake, chapter master of the Carcharodons. Carcharodons. Yeah, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. He has, um, uh, like, fucking lightning claws that also have chain fists built into the they fucking power. They are powers. amazing. I literally use that model for my um, homebrew Deathwing army yeah. as a master of the Deathwing. Um, because the model was amazing, and I wanted an excuse to use it. Yeah, and it's a really cool <laughs> And model. I don't have space sharks, so, you know. Uh, Kasharadans are basically the redone space sharks, by the way. Yeah. Nice. Matt, so. Okay. Nice. Um, although I'm probably pronouncing them wrong, because I've heard a million different pronunciations of it. Yeah, well, too Well, bad. whichever one I just said is probably wrong, so that's one of them wiped, <laughs> wiped off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, the, the full name is like a Kasharadan Astra, which is space shark, basically. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So on a related note, that um, we also have some Shark Boys to rate, and now Shark Boys makes more sense in my head. Now I know what that, what that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, if this is a picture of a street shark, I'm very happy. <laughs> it is not. It's going to be awesome. Ah, so yes, they have uh, they have painted some uh, cataphractii terminators in space shark colours. I approve of this. That is cool. They are cool. I would say they're not husbandos. No, no, this wasn't related. This, the husbando was the the boss guy, and these are just yeah, these okay, are just shark okay. boys. Yeah, these are good shark boys. They are, they are good shark boys. I would I would not. I don't think I could handle five husbandos at once. I so, could. Well, <laughs> um, woman than I am. <laughs> you heard. <laughs> good, right? Hey. But yes, they they are good shark boys. Good I shark boys. Yes, thumbs up. They are fun. Uh, next up, Frambo. Um, is that the person talking to us? Yes. Hello, oh. Frambo. Oh, I love your game. <laughs> the video game no, your, well, your name is from is very yeah, good. Yeah, no, um, no. Well, that's the thing. That's, so they emailed in um, Dear Snip, Web, and of course, Percussion Mike. Good. Yes. yes. Many episode, episodes ago, Snipe, Wib, and Drummer Matt read my previous question and proceeded to confuse my name with that of an indie horror game, despite the clear difference of a single letter. This is okay. unacceptable. <laughs> Okay. Um... So I had to interrupt you going down that path before. Um, <laughs> thus, I have decided to contact you, or you being Snip, Web, and Percussion Mike, in the hopes that you can help me get my revenge. Perhaps you can okay. challenge them to a Warhammer 40k tournament. I'm, so- I'm sure that Snip's Thousand Sons could- army could easily crush Snipe's <laughs> Space Wolves. Signed, signed, Frambo, with an M, not an N, like the horror game. Oh, oh Frambo. Frambo! As in, like, like you're Rambo, but you're from the the indie horror game Frambo. <laughs> so, um, so before you went down the comparing them to the name thing, I had to get in there with the email. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, um, I'm I'm sure that our the John Frambo is probably really angry. I, I am sure that our evil twins that, that run the podcast is good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's what it's called the podcast is good but we also don't like it's, no no called it's the, um, snip web and percussion mic of the um, what did I call it on my reply mosenthropod no, <laughs> you couldn't even call, come up with a, with a joke about how it's a podcast about liking people <laughs> no no I just because snip web and it's just like changing a letter I just changed some of the vowels around <laughs> to be fair it sounds like an anime. However, I do like the idea of us having like a tie-in food line where we make like sweet puddings. Yeah, and Ooh. it could be we could it's misanthropods. Was it the mosathropods? So <laughs> well, that's the other podcast, but we don't we can't use that name because that's copyright to um, snip wet snip wib no snip web, web and percussion mic. 
<laughs> yeah. But like misanthropod it. is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, yes, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. We got. We, we misheard your name, uh-huh. and then did it again. Now, and then did it again. Now, in I our, mean, def- I'm not that sorry because that was a really funny email. <laughs> and then at the back, in the ending bracket, is they're like, really though, I've been enjoying the podcast as well as the other stuff. So, hi. <laughs> Slight slight break of character at the end. <laughs> Thank you very much, and we're sorry. All right. Anyway, moving on. That's the end of last time's questions. Okay, oh, good. good. Okay. Um, so we have cool. we have more. We're doing terrific. Katie and Guardsman Week. Would you rather? And I like. Okay. And just just as a as a heads up to this one, I like these would you rather questions. So I, I'm encouraging yeah. more of these to be sent in. Absolutely. Uh, would you rather? We haven't heard it yet. Have an itch that never goes away. Be a victim of Dark Eldar torture, although for an unspecified amount of time, so could be short. Two minutes. Or spend the rest of your days as a plastic model, but you don't get the Toy Story treatment, so you can't talk or move around by yourself. But presumably you're still, like, conscious and can see. You just can't do anything, I guess. Well, that's like, what would you rather eat? Like... Chicken that hasn't got enough salt on it, so you eat it and you're just like, eh, the whole time. Would you like your eyes to be removed? <laughs> Otherwise and known as to chicken eat how everyone else has it. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, would you let your toenails peeled off and force fed to you? It's like, yeah, yeah, I think the... I'm going to go for the itch. Yeah, the itch by because like country hell, hell. Yeah, what the hell? I think that it is, would be annoying, like but easy. the other two would be like horrific. <laughs> Like the dark, the dark Eldar torture you for so long with an itch that you just can't scratch. <laughs> okay, the dark Eldar torture you in such a way that you would think it is a career. <laughs> okay, in that case, then so that's so that's both of your answers, and I'd probably go the same because the other two are, yeah. So Horrible. as a follow-up, vague question: Would you rather have an itch that never goes away, or okay, how long would you have to? How long would the Eldar torture be to be preferable to an itch that never goes away? Like, could you be tortured for five minutes, but then never? And... I'd say two seconds. I'd be happy. Okay, so you'd rather you'd rather an itch forever. They flick me in the filter, and I'd be like. Ah. So you'd rather an itch forever than three seconds of horrific torture. Oh no! In that case, I'd, I'd definitely rather the the like three okay. seconds of like I don't know, poking me in the face with a pin or something. I don't know. I I I'm not sure I would be up for any level of dark elbow torture because fundamentally, well, they live in a like a pocket of the webway, which is. It's a, yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, they live in a place where, like, I don't trust time and space to operate <laughs> okay, yeah, fair like, properly. So when it says, oh, three seconds of torture, I don't trust that it's actually yeah, going yeah. to be three seconds of torture. In, in what reference frame? Also, I will say the two, like, those tortures could be literally just the same thing. So the Dark Eldar could make you a plastic plastic miniature for all eternity with an itch that can never be scratched. Yeah. Oh yeah, they could make all of those things possible. Yeah. So, yeah, and I feel that, like a like, lot of their tortures the would be irreversible as well. So even if it's a short amount yeah. of time, you're going to end up with You'd like an arm off right. or something. So Yeah, exactly. I think ending up with an arm off is the best case scenario. So you end up with an arm off shoved up your ass. <laughs> I didn't want my brain to go down the depth that it, uh, the Deldar yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'd rather have an itch, thank you. But uh, yes, I, I I agree with Matt. Uh, the would you rather questions? I, I'm totally yeah, down I'm in for. Yeah. And they don't always yeah. have to be, you know, injury. In, yeah. It's like, would you rather eat a bag of sour skittles or set set someone on fire? I mean, I don't. Who is it? <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, there's some people I'll do for free. <laughs> 
Okay. I will not actually set anyone on fire. The police. But he will do people for free. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, yeah, that goes without saying. Um, all right. Next question. Um, what are both Matt's worst foods? I'm assuming they're not asking you, Snipe, because, you know, people know. You've made your thoughts on bad <laughs> foods clear. People know. <laughs> They know about the worst unnatural foods that I don't like. Uh, the food that I dislike the most is Anything parsnip. I make. Pars- what? No, really? It's parsnip. Um, parsnip is the only food that I have eaten and nearly thrown up instantly because I could not stand it that much. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was not expecting that. I am a finicky eater. So. I mean, if you just said vegetables in general, I would have understood. <laughs> Um, hey, he ate salad yesterday. Shut up. <laughs> I force fed it to him, but he ate it. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm a finicky eater anyway, so there's lots of foods I don't like, but that's that's the one that I have the most, I've had the most violent reaction yeah, to. Okay. It's really it's really sad, because you could have, like, split one and peeled it and then, like, glued it to your chest, and then you would have had parsnipples. <laughs> Is this a joke you've been sitting on for years, and <laughs> you've just been waiting for an excuse to use it in context? No, I just came up with it because I've only slept for three hours and I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> okay. What's your least favourite food, I would Matt? say probably any shellfish. As a general rule. I don't, I, if any I had to narrow it down, I don't know what's the slimiest and grossest. Oy- oysters are pretty bad. They're pretty fun. But they're a mollusk, aren't they? Oh, I'm, I'm, anything, anything with a shell that lives in the sea, I'm... I'm as a general rule, I don't like anything from the sea, but I can force yeah. myself to eat fish. I, in fairness, I'm pretty certain that if I was to ever eat an oyster, that would overcome parsnip by a massive <laughs> margin. Because that's basically living snot that you're supposed to eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, they're the worst. And they're really popular um, around here. Loads of people love them. Just have to, on a Sunday, there's like stalls around everywhere selling them. And you just have to avoid everything. <laughs> um, just out of interest, because I know you weren't asked specifically, but I'm going to extend the question. What is the food you least like, Snap? Avocado. Avocado. It makes me physically rich. It's disgusting. You were you were forced to eat as a kid, weren't I, you? I was force fed it. Yeah, no, that'll do and it. I basically, like, wasn't allowed to throw up, and then I had to go to my room and throw up out my window. <laughs> it was, and honestly, since then, the smell of one will make me, honest to God, wretch. Yeah, no, they're that repulsive. Fucking hate them, and they're like they're from the old Mayan word testicle. This is one millennial that will not be having avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next question? Um... Oh, they've also sent a doggo picture, which will go on Twitter. Oh, good. good. Um, Thank you. Oh, and they also asked how much um, how much for a tub of happy slime. Yeah, uh, how much for happy slime? How much is your happy slime? Well, they're ordering it in, in, on behalf of the Inquisition um, to test it. So, I mean, I can charge them whatever I want because, yeah, this they have true, more money actually. than the average us. Yeah. So you can, if if you want some if you want some drummer slime for your personal use, let us know and then we will, you know, the price will be reasonable. Whereas if 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 it's for the inquisition then fuck those guys. Don't tell but don't, you will charge, but don't tell them I said that. You will charge the sky will be the limit to the price. It could even be 5 pounds and 54 pence. I will not give you one more penny than 5 pounds 9. <laughs> Okay, but I'll charge the, the rest in po- excessive postage and packaging fees. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Sell it to them. It's like, oh, yeah, well, it'll be like £2.09, but £400,000 <laughs> delivery. Like, you know, anything from fucking, like, marketplace sellers on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> wow, this this DVD only costs a penny, but costs five pounds postage and packaging. How about fuck you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next up, um, Barbu Comedy. Um, and I'm, I don't often read the e- greetings, but I like this one. Greetings from the lowlands of Scotland to Drummer Matt and his minions. <laughs> so, I wonder why you liked that one. Because I like Scottish people. No, you don't. You literally said to me yesterday that Scotland is a poor man's Yorkshire that's up north. I mean, also, I'm an Englishman and I hate the Scottish. And I was like, wow, Drummer Matt, that's really horrible. And he was like, I know, I'm English. That was out of nowhere. I was just asking what you wanted from Subway. Yeah. I mean, am I right, statist- people who were Scottish? Statistically, you are right. But in my explicit case, you are very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> On average, the English are dicks. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, no, they're, they're, they're just dicks to anyone not from England. Yeah. And somehow, the more closer you get to not, like, the, yeah, anyway. anyway. But I, I didn't say that, to clarify um, you just thought it really loudly. What franchise, so a film series, book, comic, toys, could be anything, would you want to see made into a video game? And what sort of game would it be? Mm, I um, want a shadow video game. What, what kind of game would the shadow video game be? And this would this be the shadow as done in the old like radio plays or... Both. Would this be the shadow from With like Alec the Paul, shit movie? Right? That's okay, kind of great. it is shit. Uh, I think they should keep the kind of like a lot of the supernatural elements from the uh, from the nineties movie because I thought that really added a nice bit of spice to it. But I like to see some of the older kind of adventures, mm. like where he meets Batman and Batman just fanboys like a crazy person because oh my god, you are my inspiration. I'd love to shake your hand, and then he just shoots him because <laughs> <laughs> the good. shadow does not. Fucking what what kind of game would that be? I think it'd have to be like a third person kind of like stealth action kind of game are you thinking sort of in 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 the sort of vein of like an arkham city type deal i think it would be like that where you just had you'd roam around the city hiding in shadows and just being a total badass i can actually see that working like 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 it would be nice like you know you could just he you wouldn't be able to make him laugh because that's a big thing about him because it's an old radio show they had to if they wanted to like the shadow is there he so he'd just start laughing in like this evil manner so basically just make him laugh like you know make him laugh and just you can't do that he's like a hunter so when you press crouch he just starts laughing <laughs> okay i'm not entirely sure what you mean by any of that <laughs> i have no fucking clue what, 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 we, what are you talking about at all <laughs> i literally don't know you're saying you can't make him laugh so there should be a button where you can make him laugh instead of crouch like, what the fuck are you talking about Best video game ever! It's just, I don't feel the need to explain my art to you, Rimo. Okay. I may be incredibly tired. Okay. And that I'll... might be why I'm not making sense. Okay, I'll take but over then. No, I'm not done talking about my amazing well, well, game. Yet. I think you are. Yeah, I think you're done. I'll tell you when you've had enough. I'll tell you when I've had enough. Um, I mean, aside from the the obvious, I'd like to see um, a Mass Effect style game in 40k with Inquisitors. I don't. I, I don't really know. Um, I, I guess it would be interesting to see um, see certain things sort of done, uh, like say certain books and things that could work well as like a Telltale style game. Um, like I think actually, you know, what would, would probably work. Um, they unfortunately they wouldn't be able to get the uh, the original writer now, but say like a Discworld Telltale esque game. I was thinking mm. of a Dis- Discworld like Night's Watch game. 
Yeah, because obviously that would be so cool. The games that have been made currently are two of them are based around Rincewind, who is not hugely representative of Discord as a whole. Mm. Um, and the other one was like uh, Discord Noir was like its own thing. And yeah. I think I mentioned before, like I have a bit of a I don't really like Rob Brydon, so it kind of ruined the game a bit for me because he's the main character in that. Yeah. Um, so I don't like David Jason's Rincewind, so. Well, yeah, he's... I mean, it's, it's Eric Idle in the fucking games, which is a much fits, better choice. That fits better way choice. better, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see um, a more modern take on a Discworld game, and I think a, a sort of a, a sort of Telltale-esque thing would probably be the best way to go with that, because I think anything else, you run the risk of it just not really feeling great. I think that when they were made, Adventure Game was the best choice. Yeah. The absolute best yeah. choice for that, and I think now... I think the te- like the Telltale style like uh, interactive story thing as sort of the m- modern um, successor to the adventure game, and so I'd like to see them do that. Yeah, I want to see them make a Night's Watch game based on Mirror's Edge. Okay, um, so you have to run to the crime really quickly. In fairness, there are parts where he runs across rooftops. Mister Vimes does, so you know that could be a thing. Uh, Matt, what would you um, do? I'm struggling because I sort of the, my my gut reaction to this is that so many video game tie-in games can, that tie into a film or something are just terrible and they kind of ruin everything. Well, in this like I guess in this hypothetical, yeah, it would be a good game. Um, can I have a very specific um, answer? So well, I yes. want a a game that totally doesn't, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't exist at the moment, but a good game based on the Spider-Man thing because that I can play. So basically, I want the game that's just come out, which looks amazing, but I want that on a, on a, on a on PC so I can play it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's completely legit. It's a very specific answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I get but I'm basically I'm that. probably never going to own a PS4, so I'm basically never going to be able to play that game because Sony aren't going to port it because they made it. Or they yeah. funded it. Funded it. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they have the licensing for it. So yeah, I want that on PC. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> Which isn't, I don't think, entirely taking the spirit of the question. Well, but... <laughs> no, but whatever. But it's the only answer that came to my head. Um, cool. Okay, next up we have Lawrence. Um, if you were given an ungodly amount of money to produce either a kaiju or typical monster movie, what would it be about, and what sort of monsters and/or kaiju would there be? Biolante versus Biolante. <laughs> It'd just be lots of Biolante. <laughs> and then they at the end they'd stop fighting and then they'd just be like total best friends. They'd make out they'd make out. It'd be the yeah. best it'd be the best <laughs> make it'd be the best <laughs> film. They'd do loads of kissing with tongues. <laughs> and tentacles. I with all this money I'm going to like put just dump loads of it into like realistic kissing animatronics. And it's going to be super sexy. Not CGI, still that's still animatronics and. Oh yeah, you got to have the suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Just, just, yeah, that's yeah. what makes it so sexy. And then, the, <laughs> like, and then, like, the secondary movie, which I'll release at the same time, will literally just be filming the people above puppeteering each of them, just constantly bumping into each other and tripping over each other. <laughs> but they got to be making out as well. <laughs> They're all making out as well. <laughs> <laughs> while actually making the monsters make it cuz I kind otherwise... of like I kind of like this weird like sapphic clone biolante idea so you've got going. It's so hot. It's not really a clone biolante. It's just someone cuz that, that would be a bit incestual. Yeah. It's, yeah, just it's just another biolante. It's just 
Violente no. 2 in brackets, not related, <laughs> but also uh, it's very same. similar. And is it also a dead scientist's daughter crossbred with a rose and no, Godzilla? No, it's a dead daughter's scientist crossbred with oh, okay. a rose and a Godzilla. <laughs> okay, that's completely different then. <laughs> that's why they're so perfect for each other. That's why they start fighting and then realise that they're just frustrated because they're so in love. <laughs> because that's healthy. No, then they, they stop before they start kissing and go, you know... This trope of people who are attracted together, attracted to each other, fighting is actually quite toxic. A little bit. Yeah. And we should just actually stop and stop fighting and just like talk it out and they hash it out and they realise that they've got a lot in common. Like, you know, they are both giant monsters and they can both eat Godzilla without really worrying. And then they realise that they really fancy each other, so they start doing big kissing. Like all the puppeteers above them. Yep. And it's just really good. And it'll be subtitled as well because it's so unrealistic to have the monsters talk. <laughs> oh, can it be like the... Can, can we like, have a scene that's... Um, in, in Godzilla vs. Biolante, they were originally going to have the scene where, like, um, Biolante becomes, like, spores and shit. Yeah. Um, they were going to have that be actually, like, animated, like, traditionally animated. And it just looked Ooh. weird, so they weren't going to do it. But can we reference that and have, like the first kiss between them suddenly just shift to, like, anime. So it's going to be, like, <laughs> looking at the monster, like, Biolante 2 face on and then Biolante 1 face on. As they kind of, like, they you can they lock eyes and they realise that they just want to make out really hard. And then it's going to zoom in and it's going to slowly fade into, like, super anime. And then they're just going to be like... Mwah. And do big kissing. Yeah. And um, then, like, it's going to do the same with all the puppeteers who are tripping it over each other up, up top in the, like, the rafters. <laughs> they're going to be, like, uh, like, all tangled around. And then they're just going to all lock eyes and be like, wait, let's just make out. And then it's going to do the same thing again. And then it's going to snap away really violently and just show a bunch of them just, like, really ugly kissing. Because it's just so passionate. And we have another cutaway where it's claymation for no ex- no adequately Yeah, this is claymation. For In no other reason. words, no one should ever give us money to make a movie. No, no, <laughs> give me money to make a movie. This is going to be amazing. Because <laughs> I've realised I'm not even going to make two movies. That's just going to be cut into the main story. Legitimately, um, I would kind of like to do something um, that ha- If I was to do something, I'd probably want to do something that has like a kind of Lovecraftian vibe, but minus all the racism. Yeah, no, that'd be um, cool. That, that's kind. Of, if I actually did legitimately have to co- co- make one, I'd probably turn to that for for inspiration. Okay, and... so I'm going to do a corrupter wish thing, which is an old forum game where someone where someone goes, "I wish that I had a big bucket of KFC," and the next person goes, "Granted, but it's cold." You know yeah, that kind. They of thing. corrupt your. They wish, corrupt yeah. your wish. So I'm going to go granted, but you have to cast Vinnie Jones as the voice of the kaiju. <laughs> I'm actually totally. <laughs> yeah, that. That great. I'm Godzilla, bitch. <laughs> Because that's what he sounds like, because he's a football man. <laughs> I mean, no part of what you said is wrong, but also I'm fine with that. The thing is, like, I he, can work with that. He was kind of spooky in the Midnight Meat Train because he didn't talk. Vin- Vinnie Jones is an absolutely fantastic film actor in the roles where he doesn't talk, like in Gone in 60 Seconds, where he has, like, one line <laughs> right at the end, and people are like, What? I thought you couldn't talk. And he's like, I, just, oh, I can. <laughs> just don't feel like it. Yeah. But yeah, basically, have him like that. But, like, talking the entire time. Yeah. In Cockney rhyming slang. Oh, that'd be good. Voicing. The voice of Godzilla. No, just basically paint him green. Okay. And just make him wander around. Okay, Matt, you know what? Every now and again I ask you to save me. Move on. Okay. Um, (sighs) Wow. Right, uh, we have a a waifu and a couple of husbandos to rate. Okay, cool. Hit me. 
So Waifu is the moon-touched girl from the game Pyre. Um, apparently her name's a bit tricky because it's always different. Uh, we've got a quick summary. So apparently she has a very endearing naivety about her, which makes it easy to like her. And also they just like her design. Honestly, her design is really cool. I'm going to give her a solid 9 out of 10. Pyre is just kind of rad. I've always meant to play it. Um, yeah, they, they do say also, if you get a chance, game. definitely check out, check out the game because it's amazing. Uh, I like the big, like, woman with the horns. She's amazing. Yeah, no, she's... She's so cool. This, uh, you know, if I if I was to select uh, select a waifu from what I have seen of the characters, then big uh, big horn lady would uh, would definitely be the one. But uh... <laughs> it's a good job you married me. <laughs> <laughs> You've antlers; they're kind of like horns. Yeah, um, but Moontouch Girl does look cool. She looks um, adorable. I really like her. I, 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 without knowing much about her, I, I, if I knew more about her, maybe higher. But I go for definitely seven out of ten. I, I'm yeah. just go. I'm being really like, uh, like rude. And just going purely on looks and the fact that her name is super fun. So, yeah. I like her. She's yeah, cool. she seems cool. Right. Two, two husbandos. First, I'm listening. First up, we have Trans in the Infinite. Um, ah, yes. The Necron dude. Yes, because he's he's just a delightful character. Apparently, we should see his the Battlefleet gothic trailer um, to see that. I haven't actually got around to I watching that. Um I will have a look. Okay, well, I've got, I've got, I've got a summary here for if you do, if you want to know more. So cool. apparently, um, just like Lawrence, he's a giant hoarder, um, okay. and also yeah. a mutual yeah. rela- a mutual relationship with him can end up with you either getting an immortal machine body, which is pretty cool, or ending yeah. it up as a permanent piece in his collection, which is less than ideal, but. I'm going to say those are two downsides for me. You know, in a relation, <laughs> I don't really want to live forever. That sounds really annoying. Because then I'll have to, like... I mean, I already, like, every five years I have to learn new slang that the kids are using, like, fam and stuff. And it's like, can, can you, you imagine, imagine that how, forever? Can you imagine how incomprehensible slang would be if you're a thousand years old? Oh, it'd be terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, because of slang alone, I wouldn't want to be more... <laughs> I'm going to give him f- uh, five out of ten. Honestly, like, like Necrons, I think, are cool, but as Husbandos, I'm sorry, yeah, uh, it's going to be quite a low score. That's, they, they don't want the same things I'm I want. I'm being very generous with my 5 out of 10, just because I, I, I have nothing personal against him. It's just, we, we are from two different worlds. It'd have to be, it'd have to be like a three. Ooh. Also, you'd, you'd need to yeah. get, like, some sort of, like, warm, soft covering for their metal peen. Otherwise... Um, I don't... Well, that's where flayed ones come in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you did not just say that. Oh, God. Yeah, let's move okay. on. Okay. <laughs> um, second husband I suggestion to rate mm-hmm. Johnny the Barbarian. Johnny the Barbarian. Be- be- solid 10 out of 10. Because he had <laughs> such a lovely story arc last time, but actually mostly for oh. his ability to suddenly one-shot enemies. Yes. Or party members. <laughs> or party members. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy, is Johnny. Now, do I answer as Nathan or do I answer as you? Answer me? as you. We know we know Nathan's feelings. <laughs> Nathan's ba- sexual energy. He's barely contained sexual animal lust for Johnny. Yes, you can tell that because they're mean to each other. God, I hate that trope. Anyway, oh, I don't know. I'm going to give him like a solid like nine out of ten, honestly, because like he's rough around the edges, but he's got a good heart. I'm not giving him a perfect 10 because he's actually actively, like, murdered people that he, I'm in a party with. He didn't mean to. They got better. He but still. They got better. And Johnny got better. Okay, yeah. no, okay. I'm, I'm minusing, like, one point. 
because of that, but also bathe enough. But also because he does not bathe enough, and he gives Nathan shit all the time for never ba- for, for bathing frequently. <laughs> and also, he thinks it's a good idea to strip down, buck ass naked, cover himself in grease, and just slide through the mayor's abode on his butt. Look, uh, there's at least five different reasons why I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm still going to go for nine out of ten. <laughs> but no, that was a great question. Thank you. That was a great husband. What what do you rate my character, the DM? Um, I'm giving Johnny a solid 10, to be honest. Because I I like the fact that he isn't like... He's like, I'm going to be a bard now. And it makes sense story-wise. It doesn't make sense stat-wise. It would probably not be that great. But story-wise, it's basically perfect. So I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And that that Mm. gives him a, a 10 out of 10 for me. Yay. Now I'm kind of like sitting there, kind of really worrying. Like I hope Nathan is is would would score high. He wouldn't. People are giving him a six out of pity. <laughs> so, look, My poor boy. Sometimes, at being a six out of ten, Nathan is a ten out of ten. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Six out sometimes. of ten times. <laughs> six out of ten times. <laughs> ten out of ten. At being a six out of ten. And all those times are basically when he's asked about himself. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we were, before this podcast, we were like, oh, we haven't got much to yeah. talk about. Okay, there's, there's, um... there, we've got one more. Oh, there. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, um, Lawrence has one last thing. Just, It's not a question, but just wanted to share the knowledge that there is a fish species named Boops Boops. Yes, boops, there boops. is. Yes, there are. And I love Boops Boops. And they are amazing. Yeah, they're called Boops. It makes... Not, not Boop it Boops. Makes... Like, Boop yeah. isn't boops, a singular Boop Boop. And then the plural is, it's a boops boops. Yeah, because yes. it's like fish. Yeah. It's like a fish fish. Yeah. And it is fantastic. I remember like finding that out and checking it on Wikipedia to see if it was real and going, yes, it is. The world is a slightly better place. They are boops boops. I love boops All right. boops. Last um, set of questions. Sarasenian emailed in. Um, okay. Uh, I got into Warhammer miniature painting in general quite recently. And your channel has been a great gateway into that. So thanks for that. Well, thank you, and um, we're sorry. <laughs> they're sharing a couple of the models they've painted so far. If you would like to have a a look, see, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, Check them over. I shall try to describe them for the listening audience as best I can. Oh wow, those are very cool. Yeah, um, seriously, for it, saying you've just started, those are incredibly neat, and yeah, well done. Um, those are uh, yeah, those are pretty great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they've painted up a bunch of space marines and a bunch of um, striking scorpions and uh, those howling banshees. Bunch of Eldar, basically. I'm very not good. Cool. I'm not good with Eldar names, but no, those are those are really well done. Um, oh, very good. Like Jesus, you don't want to see my first attempts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. hell, I've shown my first attempts and they were fucking shocking. Um, no, but no, you're no, amazing, man. Yeah, really well done. Okay. Um, and on a related note. Um, what are some of the minis that you've been most proud of making and painting yourself? Um, if I ever get round to finishing it, then my war boss will probably be it because that's <laughs> mostly scratch built. Um, before that, probably um, the um, shock attack gun big mech that I showed off in my army video um, because again, that was largely scratch built um, and that's Probably the single model that I'm the most proud of, because also the paint job's pretty good on it. Um, hopefully, I can do a better one on my war boss. Um, he's, I, I've got some paint on him, and he's looking quite good so far. And that's probably the one I'm most proud of um, overall. 
Snow? I have not really built any myself. Well, like, I haven't custom built anything myself. Like, the most I do is make hair less stupid by cutting most of it off. <laughs> um, but I'm really loving my knight right now. Like, my Imperial Yeah, your knight looks cool. Really I, proud. I like it. I don't know. It, I know it's not finished, but... No. Yeah. I am getting... I, I put a bunch of wash on the silver, so it's getting there. It's getting there. But no, I'm really proud of that one, and I, I love all my Dreadnought boys. Yeah, for so. one you finished, uh, what about Luca? Um, your, my Venerable. Your, your Forge-Old Venerable. Um, I do love him very much. I'm, just anything that involves like a large amount of fur. My Thunderwolf Cavalry, I really enjoy doing those. Mm. I just like painting fur. <laughs> Because if I can do it, why not? It's probably why you finished painting the wolves and then haven't, haven't got yeah, around the to finishing the marines. Painted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Drama Matt, what about you? Uh, I quite I, a lot of my models I got off eBay, so modding them is quite tricky because they've already been various, you know, stuck together. Well, I mean, things. let's be honest, Lefty is golden demon level conversion. Yeah, Lefty is <laughs> is great, but I can't take credit for Lefty. No. For people that don't remember, because we did mention him in a very early video on the channel, uh, Matt has a fire warrior that someone, the previous owner, tried to modify to look like they were standing on a rock, but some part of that was confusing or difficult for them, so they just cut the leg, like the leg off at the knee, well, it's, it's and just the, put the rock down, halfway down the shin. Yeah, it's about. It's about oh like, yeah, it, it is like, down just above the ankle. But basically, they have a rock where the foot should be He has, like, now. a massive club foot. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he just has the world's largest club foot, or he's got, like, a really bad infection in his hoof. Yeah. yeah. And, yes, we call him Lefty. Lefty's the best. Lefty's amazing. He's so good. Um, I like our idea from when we were playing, that so that when we kill him, I can make, I'll get another model, which is just a base, and, a, and as close to similar rock as it can be. And then when you when you kill him, it can just leave, leave his rock foot behind on the battlefield. <laughs> it sounds amazing. <laughs> Um, but a couple of conversions that I did do is nothing too elaborate. But I, my, with my um, broadsides, which are the tower battle suits, which have um, two big railgun things, they, the models used to have them on the shoulders. So you'd have to like spin like if it was a real model, you'd have like thing you'd have to spin round and aim with your shoulders. And I just thought that was fucking stupid. So I converted one to be holding his railgun like a sniper, and then made the barrel longer. And another one with a shorter barrel held like a big heavy chain gun type thing. Um, because I just preferred them looking like that, and it made more sense to me. Yeah. And since now the new models do hold the gun like a sensible, so I'm just like, oh. So I did all this, <laughs> and now it just looks like a not quite as good version of what the models are usually now. Yeah, but you did it first, so that's yeah, yeah. You you were ahead of the oh, curve. I'm, I'm not I saying think. I like it because I was like, oh yeah, it was cooler when I did it. It's just, yeah, I quite liked it because they were really stupid before, and they are legitimately. I I do think your conversions look significantly better than Absolutely. the models that were that you actually were they were based on you know yeah so so you should you should feel proud they were good and my painting i'm i'm proud that i finished some of it <laughs> <laughs> beyond that and they're so they're definitely they're battlefield but like they they look absolutely fine in a big batch if you get too close to them i'm i'm not particularly artistic so the fact that they look fine from a normal distance when you're playing i'm quite proud of even though <laughs> if you look closely i'm not not i'm not ashamed at all but i'm not like i wouldn't go out the way to show people but i'm quite proud that i managed to make them look vaguely coherent as a bunch from a distance yeah. <laughs> to be honest that's so. like that's like 90 percent of it really. yeah like if you just got most stuff painted like to a similar a similar level and it's not like just just a blob then it can look like as an army it can look quite striking yeah. you know so 
I think that's that, that's in, in a lot of ways is more important, like in than having like each one being individually like a fucking masterpiece. Like just having a group that are all painted to like the same level, yeah, um, yeah. can in and of itself be like a really cool thing to see. Mm-hmm. Righto. Uh, la- very last question. Um, on a related note, uh, where would you say the best place to share photos and discussion of painted minis is? Um, they're aware of Daka Daka and Cool Mini or not, um, but don't know enough about either or any alternatives. Daka Daka, I used that for a while. It's pretty good. Uh, um, it used to be all right. Oh, that's all I can yeah, say. Years many years since I've been there, I've uh, heard very mixed things about them. Uh, the only one I currently use, and it's not really for painting, it's more for conversion, is there's a group on Facebook called 40k Converters. Um, that is all right. Yeah, I'd say probably, yeah, Facebook's probably good because, like, I follow, like, 40k subreddits and they are hard, well, majority of the time they're dumpster fires, quite frankly. Quite a lot of Facebook Horrible. is, honestly, as yeah, well. Yeah, when you said fa- there's, Facebook is quite good, I was like, well, that sentence is just inherently wrong. Well, no, compared to Reddit, <laughs> dude. I'm not Jesus. even sure that's true. Yeah. I like the, the I bits think of just... Reddit I go on are quite good. Yeah. I think... yeah, like bits of Reddit I <laughs> yeah. go on are pretty like pretty decent. I stick to my my, yeah. uh, my subs, but occasionally you'll see something that's just so fucking horrible or nasty, and it just makes you lose all faith in everything. I, I think like when someone will literally just upload a picture of. I, I saw someone was like, "Oh yeah, check out my amazing Slanesh demon," and it was literally just an anime figure. An anime hentai figure that they painted purple, and people were like, "Yeah, ooh, ooh, look at the tits on that." I was like, "What the fuck did I walk into?" It was just the most. It's like if you told me it was like an elaborate like performance piece, I'd believe you. It was just so stupid. Yeah, I think it's just a lot of places are kind of bad. You just got to try and find little pockets of it. I'm yeah. not 100 percent sure where is a good place anymore because. We don't know. I, I just. It, I think since we started um, doing the 40k YouTube thing miniatures just happen at us whether we look for it or not yeah so i mean um, like our discord's a pretty good place yes our discord does have people sharing their we do have a a miniatures thread that you know is really good and amazing yes come join Um, us and say hi but yeah um i i can't really help help much more than that um yeah i i just follow a bunch of people most well most of the stuff i see is just from me following people on twitter who end up liking um, or retweeting good models, and I'm just like, yeah, that's some good models, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm too old and set in my ways to ask for help from anyone. So, <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> and that is it. We are caught up with questions. Yay! We finished the backlash of questions. An hour obviously. and a half later, or however long it's been. <laughs> yeah, it took at least three hours. <laughs> it's fine. Once it's once it's been through the editing and we cut out like at least fifteen. Seconds, maybe five percent of the waffle, then it will be down to at least not as absurdly long. Well, I mean, we can hope, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think we did pretty well. Yes, okay, good. And well, so did you, dear listeners, for today. Yes, dear listeners, you're amazing. You're still here. If you're still here, you've done better than us because I'm half not here because <laughs> we're not here. <laughs> we checked out an hour ago. <laughs> Honestly, I've been fading in and out of consciousness, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so um, thank you very much for listening. Yes, thank you for joining us. I've been Snipe, he's been Wib, and he's been Drummer Match. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.